I'll respond to what you say, but you don't respond to what I say. I just say. <laughs> <laughs> I say all kinds of things that you do not respond to. Yeah, I believe that you weren't understanding me, so I wanted to make you understand me. But then if I told you, told me that I talked too much, so I was trying to not talk that much. And after you were, and after I wasn't expressing what I was feeling. Ah, uh, this is like a Olympic event of talking to an angry girlfriend, I'm talking to an angry ex-girlfriend. It's like the marathon of withstanding conversation. I mean, I've been going 50 hours, 50, 50 horas de esto, y yo escucho, y yo escucho, escucho a todo, y yo survivo. What? You're being so unfair. <laughs> so you're surviving to me? Yeah, this is a new version of Survivor. Survivor, <laughs> Ila. No. Survivor, survivor no, words. I was helping you here. You were going to. I will survive all the words. Words can never stop me. You went to, through addictions. Yeah, I'm going through addiction now. Yeah. And your energy changed a lot with the cannabis and tobacco. Yeah, I know. I hate it. I'm sorry. I don't like myself when I'm addicted to things. I like myself a lot more sober. Mm -hmm. And I told you the same during the month that we had. That it was nice. It was a nice month. But I'm still surviving words. I mean, I don't think I could survive this many words sober. I need the drugs to listen this much. This is like superhuman levels of listening. I don't Are think any. I don't think any human has reached these levels of listening, which I am doing because I am listening. I don't think anyone has ever done something like this. This is historic. <laughs> She rolled her eyes. You rolled your eyes. I'm saying because I'm recording this and I can't show your eye roll. I didn't did that, I did it. Okay, she did a gesture, some type of facial gesture involving eyes. <laughs> in which the eyes are rolling or doing something that might possibly be construed as rolling. <laughs> so you weren't really listening. I've been listening. Yeah, but you're listening, but you don't understand. I'm listening while also giving a commentary on the amazingness of me listening to all of this for yeah. 50 hours. All of this? 5 a.m. I've been up at 5 a.m. every morning, the last three mornings, and the morning before, when you showed up unannounced. And I have been with you, listening, since that time. Jungle waterfall? In Cuyo? Yeah. So I'm recording now. Hello. It's 8. 39 a.m. on the 14th of May. 
Saturday. No, uh, yeah. it's Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even really keeping track of the days. Not a good time, not a great time. And But it was great that I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning. I thought in my sleep, in my half-asleep state, that I heard or felt some person in the house. And I was sort of half-asleep, half-awake, and then the alarm went off at 5, and I woke up. And I brushed my teeth and did a few things. It was like 5.10 or 5.15, and I turn around and in front of me is yes i came with fruits and i was going to do the 5 a.m cloth thing yeah but we didn't say we were doing that so it was quite the surprise yeah and we're chilling now but we had you know a good three three and a half hours of discussions about our relationship and yeah so it's been you know a really fun start to the day <laughs> yes it has been a really fun Saturday I didn't sleep nothing last night oh yeah you didn't sleep at all yeah <clears throat> yes I came here I didn't bring mangas because I didn't have but I bring these that are from the trees of my house. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Thanks. What do we call your mom? Ah. Uh, ¿Cómo lo decimos? Good. <laughs> oh. Titi. Titi. Yeah, we did that and we were discussing about how every time that I am doing a podcast, I use my voice of like, uh, hey, how are you, everyone? It's okay. Because I get nervous because I'm in love. Amigo? Yeah. Yeah. It seems kind of like an issue right now. Well, this is the last break in. Yeah. What's the last break in? Today. This is the last time you break in to my house. Today? Yeah. Okay, tomorrow I come back. <laughs> no. no. I'm not gonna do that again, but it's possible, but I didn't break, I just bring you fruits. <sighs> Dude, three, two, Dude, one. Dude, I don't have time. I'm, I don't even have three seconds. I need to get We're out alive. Please help me. Please help me. Yeah, you did bring fruit. And the door was open. That's fair. Yeah. So now I'm making some mud water and you're making a smoothie. I was, but I think that you didn't bring the blender. Oh. So we are recording now. I have been taking my singing lessons. What was that voice? I don't know. How are your singing lessons going? My singing lessons are going great. I think that um, I was super sad. And I wasn't gonna do it, but my teacher was like, really? No, you have to do it. And she, but she did it in a way that I wasn't able to say no. Like she was so nice and encouraging me. And so I did, 
And after I finished my class, my teachers texted me to say that I have to go defend the thesis. With like three hours notice? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. But the singing lessons were like a relaxed time for me, like finally, because I felt that I was constantly doing things, uh-huh. like nonstop. I got ready my presentation with the pitch, the, the images and everything, because I was like nonstop. I was just like getting ready to that moment, even when no one told me that I had to be ready. <laughs> and uh, so, but I, I was just about to give up. I mean, I just give up. I told, I say to myself, oh, they are not going to let me do it. And so I'm just going to do the singing lessons and do this as much as I can. And I enjoy it very much, the singing lessons. Yeah. And that was really helpful for my energy to be able to face them. You're a cool cat. (laughs) And you maybe need to sleep. What? Because you didn't sleep last night. Yeah. It's 9 a.m. You were up all night, and then you just decided to come here at 4 a.m. and get here at 5 a.m. And be in my house. And I'm surprised I wasn't more scared when I saw you. <laughs> like, it was startling, but not so bad. But, yeah, that was crazy. I thought that you saw me. When? When I was in the sofa, like you turned on the light and you did the whole thing, the rushing. You thought I saw you and just didn't say anything? Yeah, I thought that you were just like, ah, she's here. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and I just, I just arrived and I didn't, I mean, the alarm sound. And I thought, okay, he, he's going to wake up at five. Because I was getting worried that you are not doing that and you wanted to rest. So I was just going to be there. Uh-huh. Let the fruits and just be there. But then the alarm sound. And I was like, oh. I'm going to wake up. Yeah, you know, it's 5 a.m. And I do 5 a.m. every morning. <laughs> For one morning consecutively now. One morning consecutively. streak. <sighs> you know life isn't linear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like a mountain. <gasps> so aggressive. Raymond is so aggressive. How am I so aggressive? I barely touched your shoe. (laughs) He hates me. You are tricky. I'm tricky. Yeah. You show up here at five. Can we talk about that? You just showing up here at five? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you doing that? I was like, I'm going to come here and I'm going to tell him that I think that the docu series will be great by 
with me will be transcendent. And with other people, it'll just be what? I mean, I think that working with an Ecuadorian with the history and that would be good to have the perspective of a local. But not only a, a local, like this local. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really was into the idea, but without the romantic relationship, I feel it would be strange to have a professional relationship. Yeah. I'll work with other Ecuadorians. <laughs> Not an artistic and that sensitive. I'll work with. Uh, sensitive, isn't it? I'll do it with. <laughs> I had a really rare perspective and a really. Good team. Good what? Well, I'm here begging for a guy to love me. But I came to say that. And after today, I will take my path. And as I lost my vision, I will have to go and look for another one. You want me to stop this? You want? I don't care. Two, one. Oh, fuck. Oh. I think I started too soon. Your most impotent three, two, one ever. Three, two, one. And we're live. That was a powerful three, two, one. Yeah. So now we're really live. I already said, dude, help me. Maybe. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, so tell me, you have to get out. The CIA and Germany are both after you. <laughs> just like Deborah Ray, man, meeting the same fate. What no, is I going just, on? I just can't escape this relationship. You've had intruders breaking into your home. You've yeah. been held hostage for the last four days against your will. At what I, I assume was knife point. The thing is, I can't trust my will because my will is just using drugs repeatedly until I die. So I kind of need something to shake things up. But this shakeup leaves me scared. Like if so, I just take off with her, I don't know. If I don't come back, please just tell my story. Oh, you're going to go with her when you're going to leave? Thinking about it. Yeah, it's a secret. So don't tell anyone. You, but, yeah. me, and our one fan warden. I think he's probably not even going to listen to this this far because my idea is to intersperse us and Ela and uh, and take you back and forth through time. Interesting. I and like it. It is not interesting. That's the thing. I don't like it. It's I've been spending my time just editing this stuff I can barely hear because I need to be doing something and that's a better thing to be doing than despairing or listening to old consciousness porn or smoking. So I've been putting this together. Yeah, avant-garde, but a little too... What does avant-garde mean? Like at the forefront? Uh, yeah, it's too avant. It's it's avant-avant-garde. It's radical. It's, you know, 
underappreciated in its own time, but years from now, people will look back and say, wow, they were really doing something here. (laughs) (laughs) Really doing something. I've been in front of the software editing this amazing podcast, and I can't hate on the girl too much because she did bail me out and bring me just a tad more cannabis, which I'm going to grind now. Love it. Keeping you on the smack like a sleazy Hollywood producer. Yeah, she's already in production mode. She hasn't even been to America yet. Yet. Does that mean that it's going to happen? Are you back? Together? Yeah. No. Is it back? No. The deal is she showed up and she spent three days talking to me about our relationship, which is what I've been editing. Um, and then I said the same thing throughout, like we can't be together right now, but uh, we'll always care about each other, etc. And we've agreed to just focus on me getting clean without her campaigning to be together. So I hope that proceeds as agreed. How does one uh, react when they find a stranger in their home at five in the morning? Not a stranger, but an unexpected guest. Yeah, I was surprised I wasn't more scared. I was definitely taken aback, but it was surprising how how naturally she just sort of flowed into my day unexpectedly and then came to define my days. And that really highlights everything that's wrong with me at this time, at this point in life. Um, Do you not lock your doors or was there some window situation? I don't. I leave the doors open. That's why would you ever do that? Because I don't live in fear. I believe in living in love 100% of the time. That, you know. Sketchy dude tells me he needs $200 to get on the last minute train to see his dying mom. I'm going to give him the $200 because I trust the universe. That is not the way to do things, I don't think. But, you know, see it play out. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if someone wants to break into my house, they're going to be able to break a window or something. So I don't think the doors are that important. I have a German Shepherd killing machine. I feel okay. And he has a killing machine, if his behavior with animals is any indication. Yeah, you know, hopefully he he can tell people apart. I think so. Yeah, he's smart. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, it all feels a little pointless, as it tends to do when you smoke weed every day for so long. 40 days and 40 nights, my last trial, and I feel listless. Jesus in the desert. Um, what feels the podcast or what? Sort of everything. The podcast is the antidote. Like, so I'm at the standstill in creative work. You know, I blogged a little. I have an idea for a docu-series, but that's going to take quite a while. Fuck. I'm pretty sure I'm not recording from the Yeti. Interesting. So I think I have to stop. Okay. Um, yeah, what are you going to do? Perhaps. I don't know. Either way, I'm glad that you didn't get stabbed. Um, hopefully you don't get stabbed. But so you're leaving, you're fleeing the scene after one more joint, is what you're saying. Exactly. I have the last of the last here, and I also have one last tobacco, and I got this 
bowl specifically just to smoke this one last bowl. So you keep throwing out bowls and then you keep buying new ones? Yes. I love that. Yeah, I love about nothing about the past story of my life recently, as told on this podcast. I got nothing for you. Do you think that she's just on Wikipedia, like aggressively researching Stockholm syndrome? (laughs) (laughs) It could be. Fuck. Because the thing is against my will. My will is such a fickle thing right now. Like after seeing my mind hijacked by plants, I don't really trust my will. And so my, my will is malleable. I guess that's why she stayed multiple days. And that's, yeah, frightening. There were times when we would be hooking up and I would have tobacco after and I would be like, okay, nice. My mind is hooked on tobacco, not her. So I'm safe. I'm not going to get, you know, mind controlled by this woman. But now I can't go any further with the smoking, so I have to take my chances. And we're back. Consciousness porn. What a windy, glorious day. So when Raymond read Google which women are the craziest, he read that Latinas are the craziest. I think that was just a YouTube video. Oh. I wasn't Googling the topic. Yeah, you're not the craziest as far as like actually being out of touch with reality, but very explosive and fiery. Throwing phones. (laughs) (laughs) Just going wild. Showing up at 5 a.m. My mom told me, you have to change. You are always getting so angry easily. We all have to change. To be fair. So I was stressed. And I didn't take care. But I want to to change that for my family, not just for me. My mom does that too. She hurt us. Are you making fun of what I'm saying? No. Not at all. You don't trust me. <laughs> it's because you say, mm-hmm. I say, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Oh. Well, I'm so frustrated. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay also, like, it's just that I had ambition. And that is like um, pushing me to go to your family with ambition. I was gonna do only the Guenta retreat. I thought that's all I need to start building. I am gonna finish with this. Do the Guenta retreat so I can recover my energy. And with that energy, build. Mm-hmm. 
feel like you have to do the mission quest? Yes, because I don't feel like... I mean... I want to leave out of my house because I think that I can't uh, get to know myself in the same environment that I would damage. <laughs> yeah. And I did enjoy a lot when I was... And it was a great time when I was living alone here in Vilcabamba. But it, in the pyramid also the people isn't that real or or people that will be willing to help me in a real way mm-hmm. or to hold me. And so there's a, a space there, but I don't know if that's the healthy place that I can be. I mean, it will always depend on me, but I know that I want to be in nature. And so to to be able to pay that, I need a job and I'm working with about the living and with this other thing. But I'm so tired to do that. Like, I don't want to be like doing things that take, that doesn't feel right for my soul. And, and so I'm in this point in which I lost what I thought that I was going to do and I can play because the money will go and I have to resolve how am I going to live. Yeah, that makes sense. You can't play around. Yeah, so I thought that we were going to build, but... Attacked me. Yeah, I was in a really bad place that day. And I regret. I really regret. I wish I were more wise. Sometimes I'm super wise and neutral. Most of the time. But I just lost my patience, like, that was stupid. I just start talking about my fears. (sighs) I need to stop smoking. Outside of Cuenca? Yeah, in like a rural Cuenca. That's what we talked about in Consciousness Porn before. Yeah. Yes. And after go to this 
waterfall. And then I do the credit and I'm gonna go to do my yoga training, teacher training. So I'm gonna heal and focus my energy on some other stuff. And after that I'm gonna do the vision quest to see what is my purpose in life. What if the vision quest says that your purpose is like... Suffer? Like my grandma says. To work at Gina's coffee shop in the center of Loja. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma told me that I am destined to suffer. <laughs> she said it was like because of you're like her, right? Yeah, like the one that has to hold everyone and sacrifice herself. Uh-huh. But now she is like super, super sad and frustrated and she, she had a really sad life. Do you feel like you're the one who has to hold everyone? Huh? Do you feel like you're the one who has to hold everyone? No, I don't have that responsibility, but I have that tendency, I think, because of my genes, like my genes. Yeah, I have the tendency of being like the mom, and that I think that my mom is fighting with my rebel nomad woman. Rebel nomad woman? Who is that? My rebel traveler woman. The the woman that thinks that she has to be free to travel all over the world. Ah, uh, yeah. That would make me discover myself. Mm -hmm. I travel inside of Ecuador and that was good. But so what was the question? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the vision quest. So I'm in oh. this point of like, where is, what is my path? I thought that I was going to do a docu series with Raymond and deal with him and community because I shared his vision. But now I don't know what the universe wants from me. What, what can I give you, universe? Wow, the wind just blew really hard. Okay, now why then? You can go through your Saturn return. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish it wasn't that hard because I have to take care of what desire. Vision, quest, cost money. Everything cost money. Yeah, but in the new earth, it'll all be free. What happens if I just die and wake up in the new world? That could be cool. Depends what the new earth is like. It's full of zombies. 
I hope it's not like broken off. I got a dream of doing singing, healing in a forest. That sounds lovely. I got that in Amasada. Uh. The Garden of Shots. Of what? Shots. Uh, uh. And the other was Bosque Cura. That is a game of words because Bosque in Spanish is forest. Yeah. And it sounds the same as voice. Bosque, yeah. It says Bosque Cura. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Brilliant. Huh? Brilliant. You just want to be like Yana. No, she doesn't do that. No one do that. You just want to be special. I'm a special. I don't want to be special. I wish I were less special. Because a lot of people say, you're special. Sounds like you're back together. We're not. We haven't agreed to be back together. We're not building anything. Oh, man. I don't know. Sounds like you're back together. <laughs> it sounds like a fucked up situation because we're not. But she wants to be. And I need to get clean. What you're am I going to do? You're bringing in your Western sensibilities. Um. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to go away to a foreign land that's more foreign than the current foreign land. <laughs> yeah, going to go into some nature and sweat it out, climb Where out of nobody this hole again. can hear you scream. Yep. So I'll scream and cry for days as the, as the drugs leave. And, and then I'll get better. And then I'll thank her for helping me get better. And then I'll tell her we're still not together. And then she'll kill me. Yeah, or you will get back together because this is the classic like wounded soldier. She's going to nurse you back to health. Yeah, except I've been wounded by her and her Perfect. emotional vitriol. It's Wikipedia, Stockholm Syndrome. Playing the game like a pro. So you're an admirer. <laughs> you're an admirer of Illa. Absolutely not. Honestly, from the <laughs> the um what do you call it the record the records the whatever archives. the podcast yeah the archives yeah. there we go that i've listened to she does not seem uh like a criminal mastermind she seems yeah. very nice and timid yeah um which so it's very surprising to sort of get your perspective on it and then to build an image in your head and then just hear the voice um you know over over the speaker it's a real night and day contrast, her face that she shows and the dark side. 
But um, yeah, so you went how long without communicating at all, I assume, before before the 4 a.m. drop-in or 5 a.m. drop-in? Not even that long. It was just, a, I don't know, a few days, okay. a week. Yeah, there was a period where she was saying a lot and I wasn't saying much. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't want to be with her and I've told her that. What else can I do, you know? Doesn't the word mean anything? I've been uh, honest. I think if you keep, you know, reciprocating whatever's going on, then, uh, you know, no. Yeah, I mean, I could just stay here and not take the trip with her and be like, look, I'm going to get clean on my own. But I, I feel like I, I could use the change of scenery, like what you said with the rat experiment, getting them off the cocaine by changing their cage. I feel like that's what I need. You got to change this. It's like the novelty or whatever. Like all the yeah. new novelty is enough to like break the whatever dopamine hits or requests for like mm -hmm. the same patterns. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously if you're trying to break away, you're sending very mixed signals by now going on and like a couple's trip together or whatever. I mean, I am being very clear in what I say that it's not a couple's trip and that she isn't to campaign to rebuild our relationship on the trip. It's a focused on me getting off of drugs and then that's it. I think if you want to be, you know, completely separated, then you have to do a clean. You I have go. to do what clean? I was going to say you got to go ghost, but if she ghost her. shows up in your house, then you can't really be a ghost. So... Yeah, there's no ghost end game. The end yeah. game is just talking a little bit in a friendly way, not being a couple. Yeah, huh. I guess she doesn't live in the town though, right? Not now. Thing is, she was doing her thesis and that was keeping her in Loja. So now she's graduating. Obviously. And her mission in life has become, you know, restarting this relationship. So she was talking about like, since she can't come back and live with me, just living somewhere else in Vilcabamba. Mm. yeah that's <sighs> tough man yeah i mean that's the thing this is genuinely tough and i don't expect an answer and in this podcast we've always just like had fun with life problems but yeah this is a real one so we we're, can just talk about light shit if you want we're ruminating no no we're there's some good ruminating okay cool i'm always down to ruminate yeah um, so yeah, hard to say what I would do in this situation. It's all very alien to me. I think I just go on the trip with her, get clean. If anything, it's good to spend more time together and not have the last time spending a lot of time together be her coming up here unexpectedly and then things happening that suggest a relationship. I think it's good to go on the trip, have the boundaries and simultaneously get clean and clarify that we're not together while together. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't hook up on the trip. You can't, I don't know. You got to be very platonic about it. Fuck. It's hard when I'm coming off of smoking. That's the other thing. Like it's all these, I view all of this shit the same, whether it's cannabis or tobacco, maybe even psychedelics, food, unhealthy food, snacks, sex, it's all just animal itches. So when I stop scratching these smoking animal itches, the other itches itch a little more. 
Yeah, that's it. I feel like I I don't know. I want to say I'm. I think it's like the opposite. Like once you quit one of them, you have the momentum to keep quitting all the rest. But you can't mm. quit everything. Obviously, you have to have some fun outlets. You can't just sit in a cave all day. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a bit of both of what we're saying. Like hard to you can't just stop it all at once. You gotta do it gradually but then once you are doing it you get momentum in all the areas i was thinking about taking a hit (sighs) really but yeah but like i don't know if i want to actually because then you know slippery slope Mm. wow you've been sober so long you've been sober for how long um uh march 1st i believe two and a half months yeah so 10 over 10 weeks yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if it's that or the athletic greens I've been drinking. Shout out <laughs> athletic greens. But I like pop awake at like 7.30, not groggy. Um, obviously, my nose isn't stuffed up, which was probably the most annoying part about the smoking is you just wake up groggy with phlegm. Yeah. Um, it's been just very nice. Been getting good sleep. Um, so, yeah, it's I guess – yeah, the act of smoking itself, like not even the specific to marijuana. It's probably physically the worst part of it. But then also the sleep dependency to marijuana was pretty bad. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, the way cannabis messes with sleep and like inner intuitive connection dreams is mm. is pretty bad for me at least. It's really weird, yeah. Smoke in the lungs isn't good. I mean, my instinct is just to be like, don't do it. Because I was off for a month that was going great, and now I've been back in for 40 days, and it sucks. But you also never had the problems that I have had. You never had like the same depth of an issue with it, so maybe you would be fine. Yeah, I mean, I just I would just do it out of boredom. Because I feel like I'm not hanging out with my some of my friends anymore like as much. Yeah. Because they want to smoke, so now I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm oh, going to go uh, home and eat vegetables. <laughs> It's just kind yeah. of fucking boring. Totally boring. I mean, I've said for a while, I think a lot of it is like why it's so addictive now for people in general is it like helps you cope with a life that sucks if you're just stuck like in a box looking at screens or if you're isolated. Yeah. Um, Got your girl though, who's not crazy. Damn, yeah, you're just exactly. winning at life. No, she's great. Um, that's going very well. We're hanging out yesterday actually. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely feel good on that end. Um, as you know, drama free. So I'm telling you, man, it's possible. I've been to the drama free zone. Although I feel like your last two relationships were, were very drama free. Yeah, it was pretty drama free. It's like, uh, I get exhausted even thinking about this relationship, but, but yeah, I mean, I have experienced drama free and realized that. You can be drama free and it still might not work. And I don't think, I didn't think like all of the fights were a reason to give up. I believe in never giving up on love, even if it's with a crazy girl. Because sometimes there's gold in the crazy. Sometimes like the really volatile ones are the ones who are channeling that cosmic universe energy and are just awesome, full fledged women and special. I thought that 
that she was special. I still think she's special. We're all special. But I can't make myself miserable for special. Yeah, man. Um, I think that you can you can get that without well maybe i don't know maybe you can't because i've never met a you know let's call them spiritual spiritual not crazy girl (laughs) yeah that's a (laughs) rare very rare venn diagram intersection that you look for yeah so maybe you cannot um you gotta take it that's that's just where that goes that just those traits are forever bonded like a hydrogen atom I mean, what I told you before is I think, sorry, like the hydrogen atom and what? And a water molecule or whatever, oxygen. Two or, okay. I get your drift. Chemistry, pun. There you go. Boom. Anyways, what were you saying? Chemistry. Um, I've told you before that I feel the goal is to get more and more capable of taming chaos. Like we are always dealing with this duality of order and chaos and order is the aspect of us that puts ourselves into a form and has a routine and organizes our lives and takes control. And we ideally get better at that. And then as we get better at that, the universe challenges us with more and more chaos and we have to maintain the order. And for the last four or five years, I've just been floundering in order. So I have to rebuild the order. And, uh, and I believe if I rebuild the order I'm able to build, then Ela could just come slip right in that order, having dropped her combative ego, but that could be idealism. I feel like you have to look at, um, you know, certain red flags as not one-time things that are going to change, but as like signals of let's call it capability. Yeah. Potential fiery potential. And, um, you know, if that capability is later given more leverage, it could turn infinitely more destructive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's true. You know, like say you bring children into the world. Uh huh. Who knows? Good thing we haven't done that so far. (laughs) Who knows? That could be used in all sorts of ways. I think it's a bit of both. I think it's things that she could grow out of and genuinely wants to grow out of and probably will. Like she is gaining self-awareness and wants to go beyond these patterns, but it takes a lot of time as well. And so it could be that she is totally sincere in wanting to grow and she will, but it'll just take too long and those things will recur because it takes a while and I won't be able to stomach all of that until she is the enlightened female Buddha. I could take an infinite amount of time. Lifetimes. Or I mean, she is very conscious. I believe in her. I just also have to prioritize the happiness of me. But where do you go from here in a separate direction? If that's the case. It doesn't change too much for me. I just podcast, try to make my podcasts progressively less shitty and do the docu-series, build a team, create. The podcast is already incredible. Um, I thought we were going to have a guest this week that ended up falling through. 
yeah. will we have a guest next week or is our guest equally as volatile? No, this is, I'll take all the blame for this. Um, I think he'll be very game and we can have him on next time. He's made for podcasting. He's great. Excellent. Yeah. He's probably my best friend here. He's been crucial amidst this relationship to, yeah, validate that I'm seeing clearly and not the insane one. That is good. Yeah, you. it's always helpful to have an outsider looking in because it's very easy to normalize mm. certain things when the environment is very small. Yeah, and when the environment is fucking crazy. Yeah. People are in all kinds of wacky, open relationship, polyamory, you know, tantric bullshit here that anything flies. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, my, my stuff is like no drama compared to the things that regularly go down in this valley. In the polyamory community? Oh, yeah, these people. Thing is, I feel like there's a part of me that feels like they might be right. And that's an issue I had with the monogamous relationship, just always wondering, like, is monogamy a thing that can work for a life? If they're right, then why are they having so much drama? Because they're too far on the chaos end of that duality. Like, monogamy is order. You're contriving this structure of a nuclear family that isn't based on you know our natural impulses or anything. It's just based on a society functioning well and in an orderly fashion, and it works. But it's sort of fundamentally going against the truth of life, which is change, that things change all the time. And you're deciding right now to draw a line in the sand and say, we're going to be together for decades and decades. And, uh, and making this decision about all these moments other than now. And so I think on a fundamental, like, the power of now level, it's kind of fucked, but it also works better than any other arrangement because it's the most orderly and it's a good structure if you can make it work. Uh, I was going to say, isn't that your thing? You're trying to bring order to the chaos? Yeah, but like an achievable order. And I don't know if lifelong monogamy is actually a doable order without one or both people being pretty suppressed. So that's why I'm, I'm not sure about the whole structure in general. Oh, damn. I definitely disagree with that. I feel like I can point out dozens of examples. Of successful monogamous people? Yeah. Not of like famous people, but of like, you know, people I know. Yeah. I mean, I can point out my grandparents and I can say like that structure afforded them a ton of success in what they achieved together. But I can also see that my grandma is very suppressed and not super happy interpersonally with my grandpa and just took a lot of shit because it was the generation she was from. Mm. So I think that will decrease. I still think people can do it. I think it's possible, but I think relationships are teachers and it's basically just deciding to that you need the rest of your life to learn the set of lessons you're meant to learn with the person when maybe you could go faster and maybe in the future, yeah, we'll kind you, of flow in and out of relationships a little more fluidly. Haven't you heard that Lord of the Rings quote or whatever? I don't know maybe. if it's Lord of the Rings quote. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you yeah. want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a good quote. Yeah, it's a good quote. Yeah. Okay, but what if the actual end game of that quote is going together in a community where you're not depending on one volatile relationship to keep the structure? Why would it be volatile? You could have a community of very uh, whatever satisfied 
couples all hanging out together uh, and not having sex with each other. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I definitely don't advocate like a polyamorous community, but one single relationship is is a very tough thing to put all your eggs in. And we did it out of necessity for a while, but maybe in the future, if we're in a community, we don't need to. And then people won't and like find that they grow more by letting relationships go. It's also like you probably won't want to in, um, you know, later in life. Like say you're in your fifties, you don't want to go out and meet someone new in their fifties and then they have all their baggage and whatever grandkids and you have all your baggage and grandkids and now you got to figure out joint Thanksgivings and who gets who for Christmas. This shit is so much more of a headache than, you know, not that I'm saying that people that hate each other should stay together. They definitely should not, but that's not exactly an appealing concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's no perfect solution. Just like a, a string of failed long-term relationships. I don't think leads to a satisfied individual. I don't think Leo is very satisfied with his headphones and rock music. Leo? Yeah, DiCaprio. Oh. <laughs> you told me about that, the headphones thing? Yeah, yeah. It's gone around now. Like it's, A friend it's of an ex-girlfriend said that story. It's kind of so, what? That's actually going around now. It's in like memes and like TikToks and stuff. Like that Leo does that? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. So confirmed. Excellent. I knew about the weirdness of Leo DiCaprio early. So yeah, I don't think he's super, you know, satisfied with what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any animal is just satisfied by just scratching it forever. You got to go deeper. And, and yeah, maybe like a... A long-term thing is the best way to do that. I'm agnostic about it. I'm just saying that those concerns haunted me when I was in the monogamous relationship. Mm. So grass is always greener. I'm just going to keep talking in in idioms or in whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're crushing the idioms. Yeah. Grass is always greener on the other side. Speaking of grass, I have a little more, but I'm going to get into this. Yeah, you're going to do it? Yeah. This is probably the second to last hit. This is so fucking sad. Do you just love it? Love what? The cannabis? Yeah, the state of mind. What is it? The body high? How good it makes food taste? That's my favorite part is how good it makes food taste. Yeah, I always loved smoking and then going to eat with you. It's the best... Just go to a restaurant. You can't. You can barely order. But then I always end up eating too much. Then I'm just like, oh, I'm groggy. Ritual. But we are doing the ritual of recording again. We're back the same day. Twelve hours later, here we are. About to enjoy a lot of meat and soda and cake and ice cream. The secret. What's the secret? Sir. Come on. Oh, gee, oh, what do you think the people want to hear? What do you think is important for us to say now? I think it's important to say that extractivism. 
It's a reality. Yeah, we gotta stop extractivism. Yeah. Like extracting all these flavors and putting them into this bottle of Coke. Ugh, you're trying with a spoon? Yeah. Ah, I could once do it with a lighter. I can do it with my teeth. With your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ow. <sighs> what a failure on every level. <gasps> me? No, me. Oh, no, you're not a failure. Failure. Can't With open this, this bottle. With the key. Of course. I could bang it against a rock. Okay, I'm gonna take a bite of the ice cream and cake. Oh, wow, mm -hmm. the key's working? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mama Sylvia's chocolate cake is rich. Yep, yeah. the secret. I didn't quite realize the nature of this chocolate cake. It's very decadent, it's very heavy. Confident with the teeth, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll do it with the lighter. Oh. Now I have added strength from the cake. The cake gives enough strength for the Coca-Cola. The Coca-Cola gives enough strength for the ribs. The ribs <laughs> give enough strength to give up. And sleep. Got it. Good. Sleep. Do you like sleep? Yeah. Cheers. Do you want me to open the other one? Yes, please. Maybe that's a good combo. You loosen it with the tea and then I pop it off with the lighter. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers! To the producer-director team that never was. Sad, sad. But we can trip together. You just finished all the ice cream. I'm sorry. Here, take some. We can trip together and we can have sex. On mushrooms? On mushrooms. That would be interesting. I don't know if I can do it. We have made sex with mushrooms. When? The first time we ate mushrooms together here. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty light dose, though, right?
Damn, I really like to do audiovisual things. Yeah, it's still. But also I'm more artsy. Mm -hmm. I'm like this really deep girl that do everything like poetic. Yeah, you're so deep and poetic. Emma, are you being sarcastic? Yeah. I'm deep, poetic, intense. I love from the deepest darkness. <laughs> yeah. I believe that you love from the deepest darkness. Because I came from the dark, so I'm a healer. You what? I'm a healer. You're a healer? Mm -hmm. I know the dark. Mm. You think darkness is your ally. How do you take five grams of mushrooms and then go to ecstatic dance? Easy. You eat mushrooms, then you go to ecstatic dance. Five grams. Well, if they did before, mushrooms are just like this uh, psychedelic experience in which you experience a lot of happiness that so you would just like be so happy around and goofing. And Chambalabamba has these places with a lot of nature and it's not like you're going to have a bad trip. Huh. Actually, it can be like really a good way to channel the energy that mushrooms gives you while shaking your body. Yeah, that makes sense. But just being around that many people on so high of a dose. But maybe it's just because they're doing it all the time. Or maybe because I did it. Because the first times that I... Mushroom scans be like heavy, just depends. Of your state. Mm -hmm. most, most of the times I use mushrooms to cry and understand things in a deeper level. But no, I don't really. I cry a <laughs> What's the most important time in a relationship for you, for an old lady? Oh yeah, what did you say? The way that you helped me go out of my darkness. Hmm. Hmm. And also that you were trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> um, when did you meet my mom? It's all times around ayahuasca. Mm. <laughs> mm. When did you meet my mom the second time? Uh, More than that first. The second time? I didn't really talk to her much. The second time was when we were in your house recently. Yeah, but uh, that was like more... colder. Hmm. I also like that you were just like... hanging out in my bed. <laughs> I would say when you sang at Vilga Garden, Oh. I fell in love with you. 
a lot. Yeah. I had a journey with singing. We did the class on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like singing this song, and but I was so low energy and I wasn't able to really give give myself to the song. And she was like, you have to bring emotions to the singing, memories, nothing has to, if you are like singing in front of the president Lasso, <laughs> it doesn't have to matter to you, you have to be connected with the song. This is so difficult. Wow, in front of Lasso. <laughs> yeah, like someone that I hate, but still enjoying the beat. Don't you love Lasso? I think he's a good guy. Yeah, he's great. I don't really... I mean, I'm trying to get more involved just to understand um, what's going on, because now Ecuador is in the news of countries, like the place that used to be a quiet place, but now is a violent, one of the most violent places. And my mom is also speaking about how in the hospital is arriving people that has been shooting, adults mm-hmm. and things. And I just wonder, like, when did all this happen? And yeah, like, why are they doing all this circus? A lot of clowns. Mm-hmm. Distracting from while they are doing that, there's people uh, killing nature in the jungle and taking the mining, the mine away in the families, their, the home of families. But. Uh... Yeah, but I there was a lot of people in the meeting for the Yasini yesterday. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's like people. It's getting it's getting interested in take action. Mm-hmm. Drink some Coca Cola. You know that you can unlock the flush the bathroom with this. Oh. You just put, put the Coca Cola there, and if there's something that doesn't go, it will dissolve it. Wow. I remember when I was in, um, my mom um, subscribed me to this uh, course of uh, comprehension reading, comprehensive reading, and like, like a course to be more genius <laughs> and uh, I had uh, that was the only experience in which I have male compañeros oh yeah um, yeah classmates yeah male classmates and it was so fun but they, they buy coca-cola and memes and then went to do like explosions <laughs> <laughs> I remember that <laughs> yeah you. The candy? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I remember people doing that. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> They did like fun things. Men do fun things. <laughs> yeah. Women doesn't do that much fun thing. <laughs> I mean, it was fun in my high school that there was fights, like woman to the woman, mm-hmm. and we just were around them, see how they were like doing their thing. <laughs> I do feel like groups of women have more conflict than groups of men. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I was in a high school just of women, and I didn't speak. I I used to be with the olders, like the superior grades. Mm-hmm. And when they leave, I was like feeling super alone. I was kind of like that in my fraternity in college. Friends with the older people, and then they graduated, and then I wasn't there as much.、Mm. High school was tough because there, there is when it when it starts that thing about dating guys, like、uh, being girlfriend and these games.、Mm-hmm. Because at that point, it's just games.、Mm-hmm. But I wasn't into those <laughs> games. But one of my friends wanted to make me have that experience. So she kind of did like a arrangement with some other guy to bring a guy that I can date, and they just put it there and put me there, me there too, and said like, okay, so you like each other, you can start like kissing or something. <laughs> And I was like, "This is weird. I don't think she likes me." But I was like trying to fit, so I started a conversation with him, and was like super weird. And we had like a date outside the high school, and we give each other like a super little kiss, and I didn't like. And I was like, "I think that we are." I think that this is the end of our relationship. <laughs> so it was one day, the morning and in the afternoon, the end. <laughs> nice. And she had a one-day relationship. Yeah, that was my first relationship. Arreglada por mi amiga. But my professors told me that I don't have to be with her. Like she was a bad influence. Oh. That's kind of true. We used to go back home together, and she stopped in places to kiss with guys, <laughs> and I was like sitting next to them like this, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and she got pregnant at seventeen. Oh well.、Wow. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Catherine, la niña. Yeah, and she also bullied me because she said that I don't have chichis. Oh, was she? Did you have like a lot of friends in high school? Um, not really. I did. I did a really good friend, and uh, when I was in second grade, because. We were like in different groups,、mm-hmm. and my group was like,、uh, we don't really want anymore with us. And their group was like, 
we don't want her anymore in our group. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like, we don't want to be in neither of your groups. <laughs> and we became friends. Oh. <laughs> and that was like a really good friendship. Mm. Like more real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the girls were like really mean. Yeah. I feel like maybe similar to me, you didn't have a lot of the connection you wanted when you were a kid. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Like people say that I have weird ideas. I don't know, you have really weird ideas. <laughs> and so... I start today to the other girl that had weird ideas too. <laughs> And my grandma thought that we were lesbians. Who did? My grandma. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. It was fun to hang out with her. And then we grew up, and I did make I I did make more friends. <laughs> um, in those times, BlackBerry was a thing, so everyone had a BlackBerry, mm, and I, I didn't. So people bully me for not having a blackberry. Damn. I guess there's a lot of bullying. That's, that's Yeah. Fun. And I was like, Mom, I want a blackberry. <laughs> no. Dad, I want a blackberry. Why do you want a blackberry? You oh, no. messaged your dad that? Yeah. I was like twelve. And you could message him how on Facebook? Yeah. That was just one moment. Before he disappeared completely, like he was disappearing for periods. Mm -hmm. And um, no, I think I was, I just said it to my mom. Mm -hmm. And my mom told me that is my friend, this, the, this common phrase that mom says, and if your friends jump for a bridge, will you do it too? Yeah. My friendship with that girl was good. It was a surprise for me when she got pregnant, just when she started the university. Because I, I always thought that she was this kind of girl that will never get married, will never have a kid. That, that wasn't her priority, but she just started to study medicine and become like a person that drinks a lot and hang out with real weird people. So ever after the second grade, you stayed friends? Yeah. Did you just have, like, no friends? What? Did you just, like, not really have friends? In life? Yeah, <laughs> like, when you were younger. I mean, she was, like, my big friend. Mm -hmm. I also, when I started dancing, I met Eduardo. Mm -hmm. He didn't have that much friends. I didn't either. Mm -hmm. Uh, affects a person. and she came over and she said, 
Spencer, why are you eating all alone, just you at this table? And I said, because no one else sat here. <laughs> but you did the Randall or Later, yeah. From like 12 until older. Yeah, high school. Randall, David, there were a couple other guys in that group. So you were like a one great friend kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's really making a big deal. Maybe he is as mad as me. Well, you know, you are liked and you have friends now. Yeah. People in Pocabamba love you. Really? Except for the people that you attack and WhatsApp. Uh, I mean, there's people that have made like a lot of therapies and work and study and had the opportunity of doing that. Huh? There's people that made a lot of therapies and work and the study and of this kind of human behavior what so, kind of human behavior yeah like where it comes from a lot of our, our wounds and how do we build the relationship and mm. how is society changing mm. these questions that are important but in latin america not many people do it uh -huh. i want to do it I think it's important. I, I think that new generations have more of this conscious, like are more empathetic and against bullying and those, those kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember that there was, I used, when I was walking along to my house, there was this group of boys older than me. They were the same, you're so ugly, ugly, ugly girl. And I was like walking to my house, like, wow. why are these guys doing this to me? Fucked up, that's really mean. Yeah, and when I arrived and they passed me, they saw me and, and they were like, oh no, you are not that ugly. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like boys weren't into me. Wow. I had more friends like for poking. Not really like for relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite day of the week? Uh, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday. This is sad. Why? Why? Because I can be doing more with my life. Yes. Like. 
like making the docu-series, like podcasting? Kathy. What? Ah, where are you going to live? I don't know. I don't know that makes me sad. I'm not happy. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can, if I wanna, if I go, I'm going to have like a monthly job. Jack, no. No. Tranquilo. Jack, no. He's crying for us. Yeah, I don't want to repeat uh, patterns or uh, stories, but I learned a lot from that. And for how like uh, people act to others. You learn from what? From my experience, like I have seen. Pretty, very different realities. Yeah. Oh, Casa Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I was just telling you about how Casa Jones is the finest restaurant here because it has good traditional family values. Now it's like obese. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's traditional family values. <laughs> Unhealthy, fatty food. How do you want your eggs scrambled? What's a scramble? Revuelto. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So we're getting the greasy, heavy food, and I'm smoking cannabis now for the, how many days has it even been? 40 days? It's been a lot of days. And it's the 15th of May, and Ila will help me. Or maybe not. Be clean and sober and strong. Yeah. Like you can help me. How can I help you? You can help me by acknowledging that during a relationship you were not given me like uh, a stability or security that you are 100% sure about me from the beginning. Yeah, I know that's lame. And so you saw some insecurities in my mind. Mm -hmm. You compare me with your ex-girlfriend. No, I did not. You called me like the name of your ex-girlfriend. I was delirious and sick. And I started saying, Kit, I did not call you by the name of my ex-girlfriend. And I was taking care of you, and you committed a mistake because you were sick. So yeah. I committed a mistake because I was stressed. Yeah. Plus, that you were telling me in a really affirmant voice that you don't want to be with me when I was in the jungle, but you called me just to make me feel bad. 
I did not call you just to make you feel bad. But that's why you did. Maybe I called you and maybe you felt bad, but that's not why I called you. You asked for, for you asked me to forgive you after that because you told me that your attitude wasn't great. Yeah, I, I know, and you said you did, but I guess you didn't. I just say it's okay, but that wasn't the first time that you did it. Hmm. So it's been like this for a day and a half now, after Ila showed up at 5 a.m. yesterday. With fruits. With fruits. Because I know that Raymond wants to start waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah, and I did that the last two days. Last night I passed out high and then did it here, but I still did it. Right. So I'm a 5 a.m. guy now. So... And give me a break. I will. But I would like to you to explain me what, how, what, are, what are you really feeling for your exes? Oh my god. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna take this. I also bring high quality cannabis. <coughs> this is high quality. This is not. For Ecuador. But the one that I bring to you is better. <coughs> from the past but you are doing that with me too no I'm over the past I'm telling you to accept me and accept that I can't be with you now and love me anyway but that's selfish Raymond. okay then don't I care about you I would support you and love you anyway even not being together I'm always here if you need help. What? I think that we love each other. Yeah, we do love each other. Love doesn't insist on being together every you know, hour for a day and a half. You just keep coming back and saying, I need to give you a chance and to be in the relationship again. Well, no, I just see that we love each other and we want to be together. I want to be happy and I want you to be happy. So let's be happy. Okay, but we don't have to be in a romantic relationship to be happy. 
So we can't travel together. No. No más beneficios. What? No más beneficios de estar con Ryman. ¿Por qué? Porque no estás con Ryman. I am here as a friend who will be there for you, and if you need help, I'm here. But I don't want to be having adventures together and creating together and doing all these things when, like you said, we never had a shaky, we never had a solid foundation. The foundation was always shaky. But it was shaky because of you. It's still shaky because of me. You can blame me if you want. But what would have you shaky? There's like a wound there that yeah. we can overcome together. Well, I can't feel safe doing that with you when you have not helped with wounds but attacked them. I can't help with wounds. But you haven't. I mean, you have, but you've also hurt, and so I don't feel safe. So... I would like you to know what happened with Kaylee. So I'm just like asking what was this presence of her in all our relationship? It wasn't. I mean, we messaged maybe five times over the whole of the eight months. Mm -hmm. Just from time to time, seeing how each other is. We know we're not. There's nothing romantic happening. We've said that. We're just... Uh, Asking, like, how are you? Because we care about each other. Marcella has messaged me too. Mm. Well, I feel like that's the chance that we never have. What? To really be with the other and communicate clearly and accept the wounds and like be agree about what are we gonna do with patience and with presence. You gotta stop. What? You gotta stop campaigning. I'm not campaigning. You're constantly campaigning. And because you're always campaigning, you're not really here for me. Like I don't feel like you're supporting me totally. I feel like your support just depends on the campaign. It's because I, I, I want both of us to support each other. So we can do that as it feels right. And what I'm saying now is, you know, living together and having the relationship we have doesn't feel right to me. We don't have to have the relationship we have. We have to demolish the house. So that's why I'm saying you have to stop the smoking and stop the cannabis thing, moving more. And we can go to the waterfall in the jungle. I want to be less miserable too. 
What do I have to be with other people where I can come help you here? Yeah, but your want to help me is just part of your want to be with me. What? You want to help, but you want to help while being with me. You don't just want to help. Like you don't actually want to be my employee. No, I don't want to be your employee. Yeah. We are connected in other levels. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Things change as you get to know more of a person. You always know that in a relationship. What do you know? That things change. That you get to know people deeper and see different sides of them. Yeah. I, early on, had no reason to think that you had this side to you where you would just be possessed by reactivity and negativity. Mm-hmm. But then I saw more of that as time went on. And I saw more of your insecurity and undecisiveness. Woohoo! No! You are the one that don't stop. Don't stop having fun. It's just because you're crazy. What? That would change too much. No, do you ever think that women are crazy? Women? Yeah. Men are crazy too. (laughs) You're all crazy. I have a good heart. Yeah, I do. Do you still wish me luck finding a heart like yours? No, you're not gonna find a heart like me. <laughs> That's kind of neat. Looks like that one. We know that you have the greatest heart in the world. Yeah, the one we are too. You're a super rare energy, it's true. But I don't know how you're convinced you're more pure than everyone else. I think you're a human. I'm not dogmatic. Yeah. You're a pretty sophisticated human. You think better than most people. You feel a lot, but you're still a human. Yeah. Shall I stop? Huh? Shall I stop? We're gonna listen to this. Ilya, I don't like Ilya. 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 It means like. Yeah, I know. You told me. Yeah. Ilya. You know that in the past, I, in my Instagram name was Catharsis? I did not know that. Yeah. After Catharsis, I was pure honey. <laughs> in English? No, put on here. Put on here, yeah. And after the honey, I'm gonna be light.
what a beautiful evolution of you as a person as seen through your Instagram. Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond. That Raymond just went and bought that place even though I knew about it. Do you think I'm the big bad wolf of Vilcabamba? <laughs> what? The big? The big bad wolf of Vilcabamba. What's the big bad wolf? I don't know. I think that Vilcabamba people and the Vilcabamba people are people that I can trust fully. Yeah, but Vilcabamba is, you know, 5,000 people, 7,000 people. You can't generalize. Yeah, the locals are okay. <laughs> there are some foreigners who are okay as well. There are a lot who are just wacky. Wacky. But there are some good ones. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that for having a deep connection or deep relationship or to share my wounds with or to share my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like I will not go down and say, oh, I experienced a lot of scarcity living with my mom because she was so obsessed with education. And so she wasted all her money by giving me the higher education in Loja. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a singer, but I think sometimes I think that that's the ocean. Just enjoy the delusion. Yeah. Sometimes I feel that, but my teacher is like, believing in me, so that makes me believe in me. Hey. How are you feeling the flow today? I'm from Vilcabamba. Nice to meet you. It's kind of like a lore vibe. Lore vibe. I think lore is the only trustful man in the whole world. He was telling me about a story when he was going with lore to this grocery store in Malacatos or something. And Laura walked in with this device that was supposed to scan vegetables to see if they were like artificial or if there were, you know, there was bad stuff in there. And so Laura just walked in with this device in the grocery store and was like, oh, it's no good. <laughs> no good. <laughs> and apparently like Ecuadorian families were like hiding behind the aisles, like watching him, like laughing. Well, I text my ex too. Okay. Just to tell him that I finally graduated. Nice. Okay, cool. You see how I'm not getting upset about that? Yeah, but I don't know with him like for a, a lot of time. Yeah, same. Same, same. And I'm not saying he likes my things or stuff. <laughs> I just say that I graduate because we say that we have to graduate before we have 
and we say that they have to graduate to beat the system. <laughs> Cheers. Do you know Alex Jones? No. We want to hack the system, so... This restaurant is named La Casa Jones, the biggest conspiracy theorist. Oh. <clears throat> what do you record our conversation? Do you want me to stop? No, but I want to know why. I don't know, I think it's interesting. It'll be interesting to us in the future. What? What future? <laughs> <laughs> what is Jones and the future future plant med fruitarianism? Is that Alex Jones? Oh, yeah. But basically, I just like listened to bits of the conversation I had with Ela, and then put the like bookends of different segments there to mention here to create a coherent narrative, even though we're talking in different times with different mm -hmm. people. Avant-garde. Love it. Yeah, but I don't actually have a lot to say about that. Are you going fruitarian? No, although I was supposed to uh, be doing plant medicine today, like almost right now. I signed up for an ayahuasca journey tonight, and so I'm getting all these messages from the group that's going and doing it, and I canceled this morning. And the woman was pissy with me about it. Not really, but prickly with me about it. Why? And because I didn't give her more notice. And uh, yeah, so interesting that the last, wow, this cannabis is so weak. Like I don't even feel my state changed all that much. Dude, you're just tapped out. All of your whatevers are plugged up. Yeah, I think I'm Receptors. tapped out. So yeah, it's interesting that on this day of my receptors all being tapped out for cannabis that I was going to be doing plant medicine. And now I don't know if we'll be doing anything again. I think you might have it figured out. Stone cold sobriety. You might have Stone. the answer. I don't think that's the answer. I think you should leave room for having fun every once in a while. But I think you should have intention and do things with purpose and not just randomly do things out of boredom. Yes. Yep, I'm sticking with my thesis that you have it all figured out and adapting what I thought you had figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also don't believe in making an identity out of sobriety. Uh, but yeah, you got to have a reason for doing what you're doing. Yeah, like I, I have no problem with smoking again. Like I just want to like celebrate something. I want it to be yeah. more of like a treat than just like a, it's just like anything else. Like I don't need a fudge brownie when I get home. Right. Just because they're amazing. So, yeah, I mean, some people make either thing a coping mechanism. So you just want to know why you're using it. And if it's as a coping mechanism, change that. When I was in a jumping, I was receiving this massage from this lady. Mm -hmm. She was like saying these things about being my own mother and my own father. Uh huh. And she said that she find a lot of whole like black holes in my body and she said no more ayahuasca and i never told her that i did ayahuasca she told me that wow because she said that there was like ugly energy and that like and also she told me that it can be the substances also you don't need more substances it can be thoughts 
So you need to be more careful with your thoughts. Yeah. What was so dark with the ayahuasca? I don't know. She, I mean, she didn't like go into explanation. She saw, she just saw me like that and she said, no more ayahuasca. And I was like, who told you that I do ayahuasca? <laughs> Everyone in Ayabe has done ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she told me that. And, and congratulations, your moment has arrived. <laughs> Why do these things happen? Because you are super special and you're the chosen one for a very important mission for the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No. <laughs> I think unhealthy food is the healthiest food. Yeah, me too. But this, what's this other guy that told me that fruitarian stuff? Oh, yeah, the militant fruitarian. Yeah. Told me that I would be a better creative if I start just eating fruit. What confuses me is like, how can someone be at such a high level of consciousness that they only need fruit, but also not have the consciousness to be like non judgmental mm-hmm. to others? The middle part. Or the part of just be, can I have a bit of hash brown? Mm-hmm. And a bit of what you have. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. It's good. Mm. Help yourself. Delicious. Very delicious. You eat your bacon in an interesting way. How? <laughs> like in strips. Thin strips. Mm-hmm. Strips mm-hmm. like tiritas? Yeah, like the lines. Tiritas. Tiritas. Tiras. 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 Casa de Jones. Eduardo once date one of the Jones. Here? One of the guys here? Yeah. Wow. But now he is obese. obese. Yeah. If I ate this food every day, I would be really obese. I wonder if I could be obese if I tried. You think? Yeah. No exercise, just as um, smoking and eating this. <laughs> A lot of Coca Cola. <laughs> I'm already on my way. <laughs> no. You think coffee helps? Um, yeah. Depression and sleep. Depression and sleep? A lot. After you eat, you sleep. Ah, yeah. I could just go back to Chicago in the winter. That would work. Mm. Hack the system. Why are you so obsessed with hacking the system? Because the system doesn't allow us to be happy. I think that's a disempowering mindset. It's not a disempowering mindset. Okay, there's laws that when you have to be an, you want to be an entrepreneur here, there's a lot of difficulties for that. Yeah, I'm with you. 
So these difficulties, where those difficulties come from? From the system. Yeah, so we want to hack the system. <laughs> How do we hack the system? I don't know. So when are we leaving? For where? To our trip. Hello. The idea was to get sober with the trip. Okay, so tomorrow. Tomorrow. But I'm gonna make it look to everyone like I get kidnapped by you. <laughs> and when I come back, I'll say that, that you kidnapped me. Did I what? Kidnapped me. Okay. So you have a... Uh, you really care what people say. Think. In a small town, yes. I did care a lot what people thought about me. But that's in the past. You still care. Yeah. You always care. I always care a little much. Because I know that I'm not doing like... Like if I were, I don't know, killing someone, <laughs> I would not do that. Or if I were like... If you were killing someone. Yeah, that would be things that, oh my god, I don't want people to think that I'm a killer or I'm a, a, a thief. But everyone here has had breaks. Like real breaks. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because of the intensity of the place. Yes, That's what I have. Everyone say that this town becomes so intense that sometimes they just want to leave for a while. Um, or just to not be rooted that much here because it's like the place traps you. Mm -hmm. And... And so... Yeah, I feel trapped. <laughs> you were... In a rush. What? You were in a rush. What do you mean? By buying the houses. Yeah. And the plant. Yeah. But I think it's good. If I had money, I will do buy plant. Yeah, I think it was a good move. Do you think there's something high schoolish about Okamamba? Yeah. Is there's a lot of people here that, and this is no judging, it's just a reality, but there's a lot of people that lives here with the money that their parents give. Really? Yeah. There's uh, hippies, but you do like a little of a effort or a little of work but you live with the money that your parents give that's the people at, in the pyramid uh, that's how they live huh 
Yeah, I guess if half of the people in town are healers or, you know, offering the same things, massage, Reiki, Akashic readings, whatever. Oh yeah, that also that. <laughs> I guess if everyone's doing the same thing, then it's hard to make a lot of money at it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get out of here. Me too. I don't know where in Ecuador to go. Maybe Cuenca. Yeah. Cuenca, so I love Cuenca. I really like her. Yeah, you can't be a real artist until you're living in Cuenca. <laughs> People from Cuenca uh, see me more like an artist like than people in Doha. But now that I came back, they are like, oh, so you start living in this Ramba, and now that's so pretty, oh, no, 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 no. and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a hippie. <laughs> You're a huge hippie. Yeah, I'm a huge hippie. And I've eaten a lot of food. There's always gonna be healers in ayahuasca. What does that mean? That here in Bricabamba, that's the more common thing. Ah. Yeah, Nick was saying in the podcast that there was a guy just walking around drinking ayahuasca every day in Bricabamba <laughs> during the pandemic. Yes. Walking around. Maybe yeah, in the center, like drinking two liters of ayahuasca every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of insane people. This is a very insane place. Nature is beautiful here. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to be in nature, but just not here. Let's go to the jungle. I don't want to go to the jungle. It's huh? so hot. Sachawasi. <laughs> Let's go to Sachawasi. Sachawasi? Where's that? Where I was. In the jungle? No, I want to be in the Sierra. Oh, so let's go to... Cañar. Cañar, yeah. I have to write projects. No, we just need to start a reality show about this place. <laughs> and you just have to work with Kim. What if Kim and I end up being in love with each other? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a great part of the story. No, I can't see myself with Kim. I think it's unbelievable that Kim and Casey did five grams of mushrooms and then went to ecstatic dance. Maybe they did less and they thought that they was five. <laughs> I don't know. I trust them. It's because sometimes you you do the weight in the in the in this machine, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that all the mushrooms have the the psilocybin that you think. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think Kim knows what he's doing. It wouldn't surprise me that much with just Kim because he does them a lot, I guess. So maybe he has a high tolerance. But Casey too. High tolerance. I, I, what I like about Kim is that he doesn't seem like he 
do it like frequently, as frequently, because he's not crazy or losing his mind or yeah. stopping sleeping. Yeah, he is responsible, responsible drug user. show about yeah it's gonna be wild wild I mean this place is wild apparently this guy Gavin wrote two books about here already who some guy named Gavin I think maybe ah, Gavino you know him I know him oh okay yeah apparently he wrote two books about Crazy Boca Bamba stuff. <laughs> he is a more crazy. <laughs> That's perfect. So he's from the inside. That's the best way to get the crazy. So it sounds like the story of our relationship is you're just so great. And I failed to recognize your greatness. Yeah, you were. I was what? You weren't appreciating me. Appreciating you. Appreciate how dangerous you are. I'm not dangerous. You're a cosmic monster from space. Why are you saying that? You're negative about me. <laughs> you, if not, if I'm not the condor mama that's gonna have the whole protagonist, I'm <laughs> the cosmos. Uh, what did you say? Demon, demon of the cosmos? <laughs> That's not what I said. What did you say? Uh, monster, maybe. The cosmic monster, evil. It's like... Why? And those things are not nice for me. Like, I'm... I'm not a monster. Yeah. And I'm not the condor mama. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> You're just a wild... There was this woman that told me that I am creatively protected. Mm -hmm. By this land. Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's a lot of crazy people that say things to make me feel special. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. There are a lot of people who do that to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's the real danger. Yeah, there was a doctor in LA who did that. What? He's like a coach, but he just, you know, made everyone feel really special. That was basically his strategy. Yeah. That was the strategy of this Baba. He was like saying the same speech to everyone to make them feel special. Mm -hmm. So he was saying my ex-partner a lot of things and he told me. And so I went there to see if that was true. Like how special this guy was because he was like so obsessed with him. And so I sit with him to meditate and stuff. 
and he gave me his weird pipe, caracola pipe and stuff, when we were smoking. And I was like looking at his eyes, and he started to say the exact speech that my ex-partner told me that he told him. And I was like, really? <laughs> I told him that. And he was like, how? How do you dare to doubt about me? And I was like, oh, I'm just saying. Like, I, I don't know. He felt like unstable with me there. Yeah. And after he was like, it's an honor to be here in front of you. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, I'm over spiritual people. Everyone wants to sell you on their view. Bar, 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 bar. <laughs> Everyone wants to be the guru. I will guide you guys. <laughs> the only guidance I will accept is from one person. Yourself. No. The American shaman. <laughs> the American shaman. Insist on having a two hour long therapy discussion about it. <laughs> oh my god. I just saw him like appearing with that line. <laughs> and I think that no one can do it as well as him. What a great character. <laughs> what line? Like, I, I just, you're over spiritual people. So uh -huh. the only one that I will be guided, I will let be guided by, mm -hmm. and I told you it will be yourself, and you told me no, and the American shamans <laughs> I show, I saw Laura Pierce. My God. I do think that I have powers. You do things that you have power? I do think that I have powers. Uh, what powers? The power of intuition. Hmm. I think you have the power of staying here for two days unannounced. You want me to go? No. Tomorrow morning you can go. I think I want to go to the bathroom. Sweet. Goodbye. Pawns, kings, peasants, crutches. Happiness is the appreciation of the present moment. And why is it full of contrasts? Because the present moment is always changing. It's the mind, the addicted mind. Dark. I think that meditation needs a great practice. Yeah.
I need to just meditate. I could do a self-retreat. Ugh, but I have shit I have to do. People I have to pay and respond to. Cool. Christina? Claudia? My accountant. Your accountant? Maria, my accountant. Christina, we're fine. I do have a lot to talk about with Claudio. Uh, and other things. Maybe I just need to disappear. Don't do that if you have to pay people. I'll pay them and then disappear. It's the jungle life for me. I'll just be with Luis for the next 15 years. You'll see me and I'll just have long hair. I've been there the whole time. I can go with you. Why would you want to get with me? To uh, to retreat. But I thought you were all against the ayahuasca and the Luis in the jungle. I'm not against ayahuasca. You're against Luis and... I'm not against Luis. That place. I'm against... The... The putting cannabis in the front of tobaccos? <laughs> I want you to be autonomous. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Very important. <coughs> and then one in front of the gun lives forever. You love that lyric. Shit. I might eat some cheesecake tomorrow though. It's going to be crazy. Wow. Why Dude, is it going to be crazy? Who doesn't love a good cheesecake? I don't really eat cheesecake that often. It sounds great. The cheesecake here is terrible. So American cheesecake sounds oh. excellent. Americans, you know, we know how to do cheesecake. We know how to do some things. If you want to eat 7,000 calories in one sitting, there's no better part of the world to do it in. Yeah, that's like a portion, one portion at the Cheesecake Factory. Hell, that's what I'm getting. This Chinese place I'm going to, they get their cheesecakes at the Cheesecake Factory for some reason. <laughs> that sounds divine. Chinese food and then Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. So I'm doing that Saturday. So I got something to look forward to. And then until then, I'm going to eat some some vegetables or something. I got some salad in the fridge. Boom. You're doing Have you heard right. of the Blueprint? Mm-mm. It's this guy. I don't know his deal. I haven't really looked too much into it. But it's this guy that eats food and then obsessively measures every part of his body, like his blood and okay. whatever. Just uh -huh. obsessively every single day. And he's been doing it for like a year. And so now he's got a very specific diet that he follows. And he just eats the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And then he intermittent fasts. So he does a six-hour eating window and then an 18-hour whatever fasting window. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's you've always wondered about optimal diets. This is a very data-driven approach. Uh, it's yeah. mostly vegan. Turns out. Hmm. Will you send it to me? I'd like to check it out. I think you just Google the blueprint diet or something. Okay. I really didn't get too deep into it. I just saw that he takes like a green smoothie, some turmeric, 
Uh, and then it's like garlic, cauliflower, broccoli, lentil. It's basically like it's no dairy and no red meat and no gluten. Mm. You know, nothing super mm. revolutionary, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way I'm trending as it is. But I think, I mean, I think he might just be vegan already. So like he wasn't eating meat before for like ethical reasons. Okay. But yeah, I I still think carnivore is probably not it. Yeah. Carnivore is probably not it. I think it's, yeah, trending more plant-based and then different people have different needs. So listening to the body about what meat you might need. Yeah, I eat some chicken, I eat some shrimp, uh, and then I don't go crazy. I eat some pork occasionally. Hmm. You avoid beef? Uh, for the most part, yeah, because like... Too much karma? Well, where are you going to find, unless you go to like a steakhouse, which is not something that you're normally doing, so, you know, treat yourself. But like, if you're just having like ground beef from like a burger at the store, you know, mm-hmm. this is it's the lowest tier of meat Hmm. like regardless of if it's good for you or not that version of it will never be good for you it's Hmm. it's the whatever garbage grade yeah sure so do whatever you're gonna do the best you can yeah i think so right just strive for high quality ingredients and it'll just sort itself out Mm -hmm. that's a good reason to never smoke cannabis in ecuador (laughs) the best cannabis in ecuador is shit compared to the worst thing you would find in a dispensary in California. I do think that America's gone too far with how strong, like how potent cannabis is. Oh yeah, it was way too far from what I remember. Yeah. And then there's still people that, I mean, okay, there's people with medical problems, but a lot of people don't have medical problems and they just like to get super fucked up and they can't stop. So they just keep getting stronger and stronger and they're just melting wax and pounding it into their whatever skulls. It's crazy. It's too much. Yeah, it's pretty scary. And also combined with the hype campaign of cannabis's PR of like just thinking it's only good now and not talking about it as having issues. A lot of people are going to get fucked by that. It's catering to like an addicted populace that's using the drug to cope. That's the problem. Yeah, I am curious if... um drinking is down in like the younger generations. I feel like it probably is. Um, but also socializing is way down. So like Mm -hmm. staying at home and then smoking is just a better pair than being alone and drinking. Yeah. Way. So I'm sure the trends are all up and I don't know which one's the cause and which one's just correlated. Yeah. But staying alone, smoking all the time is no way to live. I will tell you that. No, and I think that most young people have a lot of anxiety, and it's probably because they don't go outside enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, man, it's it's really like cannabis and tobacco are the two plants that we have misused the most. Tobacco more, but cannabis is catching up now. I'd say probably sugar, sugar cane. Oh, yeah. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I wasn't thinking about that. The consciousness altering, although sugar is too. But uh, Yeah, everything is. Everything yeah. you eat. Yeah, that's probably the biggest addiction that people don't even realize most people have. Yep. 
but yeah, it's interesting that the all the plants that we've like grossly misused, those seem to be the ones that people have the most problems with. Sorry, say that again. The plants we most grossly misuse seem to be the ones we have the most problems with. But I guess it's because the ones we most misuse are the ones that affect consciousness the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess opiates too. Do you think these are the first cracks in the declining American empire? I think we're (laughs) about 10,000 cracks in. What's miraculous now is that it hasn't shattered. There's so many cracks that it looks shattered, but it's somehow just staying up there, floating around. Because there is no ultra-disciplined, young, hungry thing to overcome us. So we are this fat, bloated corpse, but we're chugging along just fine. Yeah. Because there are no challengers. You're hanging in there. You need some sort of technological breakthrough, which we're still ahead in, in all the metrics. AI is now the hot thing. Yeah. And it's hilarious, man. Like this last week, for whatever reason, all the big tech companies keep unveiling like, this is Amazon's AI. It's going to help you shop better. (laughs) Shoots up 15% in the share price. (laughs) Meta, same thing. Like, oh, new meta AI chatbot. Boom, 15. Like, Mm. we're just... It's Google like board. what, yeah. It's like what, um, like cryptos were two years ago, where every mm. company had their own coin and their value was just shooting up for no reason. Yeah, AI bubble. Maybe it'll be like psychedelics. Like there's an overhyped bubble, a pullback, and then the real growth of it. The a hundred percent. I mean, that's what happens with everything. There's going to be fifty pretenders, and then they're all going to fail and be fake, and then there's going to be a one or two things that is legitimate and carries over. Yeah. But I can envision a future where AI is an enemy of humanity. You can or cannot? I can. Affirmative. It is, um, I think, interesting that, you know how there's like a writer's strike going on in Hollywood? Now I didn't know that. There's a writer's strike right now. Um, I don't really know all the ins and outs of it. But the Writers Guild or whatever is striking, so TV shows can't get made. Um, So, you know, both sides are working to end the strike. But also, this is expediting, like, executives that want to save money to look for alternatives in writing. And if you run, like, a really shitty, by-the-numbers, formulaic sitcom, if you're on the Big Bang Theory, you know... Is it that hard to automate someone's job? A writer on the Big Bang Theory? If you feed a computer 10 seasons of lines of what these stupid characters say, they're very formulaic. They're not doing anything. Yeah, Yeah, easily you can do that. Yeah. So yeah, writers could easily be out of a job. I think that and uh, reality TV is seeing a renaissance. Shitty reality TV on Netflix is all over. Wow, damn. It's like dumb dating shows. I, I still think reality TV is the most profound genre, and if done right, can uh, can be like one of the last arenas where humans have something to offer. A mirror to humanity. The only problem is every time you stick a camera on something, you're impacting how, yeah. how it behaves. That is always the challenge. But 
if you keep cameras there for long enough, then they have to be themselves eventually. So like all those like Netflix shows, my coworkers are talking about them today. It's like, oh my God, this person is so wild. And like this person, I can't believe they did that. Like, yeah, they're trying to be crazy because they know that they'll get more airtime. Yeah, of course. And it so, might not even be conscious on their part. Yeah. Like, and that's true. Implicit yeah. in what they're doing from the beginning has been like, okay, I'm I'm giving you something, Netflix. Yep. But you know, if it's anything like the early two thousands, we'll see a bubble, then we'll see a pullback, and then we'll see a new golden age of scripted television, like Breaking Bad. Could be. Or, yeah, we'll just see the worst fucking trash sitcoms generated by computers. <laughs> but it won't even matter because eventually the way this thing can go is you could just spin up your own animation whenever you want to. You just go, yeah. hey, computer, show me a story about a fox and a wolf and their friends. And they go through a journey together to do ayahuasca. And then it just spits out 20 minutes for you. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, eventually people have got to get back to using their bodies and doing things in the analog world. Or do they? I yeah, think that's no. the whole thing with meta. I'm actually not super worried about like the future in that sense. Like, I don't think it's like everything else. Like, oh my God, the computers are going to take our jobs. You know, the cotton gin is going to take our jobs. People have been saying this as long as technology has been moving forward, but there's always new and different things to do. Um, and we could always just go back to farming. <laughs> well, I think we might have to. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with farming, man, if it pays the bills. We're going to have to go back to some connection with the earth, that's for sure. I think I saw a thing that was, I don't know what I saw, but whatever. There was a thing where it was like of X amount of people surveyed, the people that showed the most job satisfaction were farmers and the like. But then I've also heard the opposite, that they commit a lot of suicide. So, you know, I don't know what to believe on that. It could just be a very polarized field. Farmers yeah. are very love it or hate it. <laughs> they love it until the crops go bad and then it's over. They are one with the crops. They just they can't get, keep on living without their livelihood. Then you have to spill blood into the soil. You have to appease the pagan gods. It's the most poetic work farming i would do it i think it'd be fun not you know to mass produce crops but i think it'd be fun and some sort of like self-relying food situation i think that'd be a a worthwhile yeah. pursuit yeah it would make you feel more self-reliant yeah Obviously, i did some gardening i liked it for that reason what well, did you stop i did stop and i only had a few bites of what i made what were you gardening all kinds of vegetables, chard, broccoli, onion. Um, maybe there was some camote, sweet potato. Why did you like things. it? Uh, no, I did. I just had things going on. And, you know, it's it's a lot of work. It's many months go into producing like a few mm. plants, <laughs> at least with this was like a side hobby thing. Yeah. Um, but even if you try to do it on a bigger scale, like, yeah, you wouldn't want to actually try to make all your own food. No, I mean, I don't think you'd be able to for the most part. Yeah, like, pretty much no. You'd have to, I mean, you'd have to really go all in. It's just not, the model for living in the future has to be people sharing land and making food. 
Well, even still, you wouldn't be able to like you'll you'll never be able to make a pineapple in Minnesota or whatever. Well, you trade. Sure. But yeah, and, just... and and maybe you do need to consider like Minnesota isn't the best place to live for like sustainability reasons. But uh, but yeah, you can trade, make more of one thing here, another thing there, and then you eventually start realizing slowly but surely that, that you want to create civilization again no that you do one thing really well and you could trade for everything else why bother attempting anything else just do the one thing really well at a mass scale and trade everything and then you run into the problem of how many potatoes do you trade for a pineapple so what if there is this medium that we all agree upon <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right easy and then you're right back to where we are yeah, but you can't take all the same steps back to where we are because we've seen that even though monocropping seemed like a good idea, specializing in that way, it's actually not sustainable. So we got to do it in different ways. Because it hurts the soil, right? Something like that? Yeah, I think it's not good for the microbiology to have just one plant in such a big area. Yeah, but you know, whatever. You do three things. It's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, you can have some specialization, some generalizing Mm. And we all work together and it'll be a new earth. It's going to be great. It's going to be it's beautiful, be man. New earth. Come to lot, the new earth, buddy. Like the old earth. You sound a lot like Duncan Trussell with that voice. <laughs> I don't know him well. Who is he again? He's that guy from that show. Um, what's that Netflix, that animated show? Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good show, actually. I don't even yeah. remember it either. Midnight it Gospel. Art. That's what it was. Yeah, Midnight Gospel. Midnight, Midnight Gospel, Gospel was great. Yeah. It's a good episode with his mom. Yeah. And I think he is kind of like that new earthy type guy. Yeah. Most guys in places like this are. So it tracks. That's why this New Zealander guy that we're going to have on the podcast has become such a good friend. He's just fucking a real person and tapped in. It's amazing. How did he end up in the valley of longevity? Dude, he's actually had a crazy story. He was a drug dealer from like a teenager from like a young age and ended up succeeding at it to a big extent. I think he moved to Australia to do it on a bigger scale. He grew up in New Zealand, but then he wound up with a couple hundred thousand dollars of cash in his walls, like hiding them because he was dealing all this cannabis at first. Maybe he got into the mushrooms then. I don't know. Wow. But uh, he said he started meditating to deal with the stress of you know, potentially getting arrested because police had been like looking around and he had a few close calls and he had all this cash in the walls. And so he started meditating and then got really into mushrooms and psychedelics more later. But he's like walked through airports with cash strapped to his body and done a lot of wild shit. And then, yeah, he, I think he's like so refreshing because he doesn't have a spiritual ego. Like that's what everyone develops when they get into this stuff. Mm -hmm. and they like identify their person with their spiritual insight or whatever they feel they've experienced, which is why the people here, but he never really did that. He never really like had a disillusionment with the world because he was just disillusioned from the beginning. And so there was never any, like I figured it out moment. He's just always called bullshit on bullshit and, yeah, had a lot of interesting experiences and then came here fleeing COVID, like similar stuff to me. Oh, okay. Uh, except he actually had much more reason to because he was in Australia, he and his wife. Oh, okay. So they like got pulled over for 
for like not wear both wearing masks in the car or some shit. And, you know, they had to get out of there. Weird. Yeah, super weird. I wonder if we actually ended, officially ended, um, by, you know, by federal decree. The, the COVID, pandemic. Yeah. The pandemic. Yeah. A couple of days ago. What? I thought Biden announced it months ago. Maybe he announced an end date and then <laughs> the end date just passed, but now it's officially. We're we phasing out the anymore. pandemic. Nature will cooperate with us in two yeah. months. It'll be over. It's the so, same shit as Bush. It's just different package. You know, I miss Bush because Bush, you know, say what you want about Bush. He was the type of president you wanted to get a beer with. He was, I love yeah. that, that was his whole thing. <laughs> that was his whole thing while in practice. He was probably like the most destructive president. Yeah, One of he, was, he was just, well, he was like a willful idiot. Or at least that's the narrative. Like he didn't really know what was going on. Dick Cheney kind of ran the country. Mm. And Bush was just like a good time guy. You know, he was fun. Yeah. People I think he didn't want to make waves. So he just went with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he started multiple wars. You can't make much more wave than that. Yeah. But I'm saying with your theory that Cheney was initiating a lot of this aggression, like perhaps yeah. Bush wasn't as keen on the war. Maybe he was. I don't know. He was a buffoon in any case. But yeah, yeah. he seemed like a fun guy. But that I feel like that's like the same with Ronald Reagan. Probably more presidents yeah, before. Probably. Although I don't know. Like some have definitely been running things, but a lot have just been it's a it's a puppet. Yeah. For the deep state. I mean, real competence has never been ascertainable in these people. And it's only recently become possible to see how full of shit everyone is, not just the people running for president. But in the past, you know, you knew so little. We've talked about this. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, what mattered was just, oh, I know that guy. He was in some movies or, yeah, rapport thing. It was never things that actually mattered until now. I can't imagine that I, living in an earlier time, would believe government propaganda. You imagine you would or wouldn't? Would not. Like, I think I would have the same amount of speculation and I don't know who, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. It's hard how to say to say how you would be in a different time. There's also kind of like a, like you don't believe it, but you just kind of go along with it anyway. I think that's yeah. actually what most people are doing. There's All like the a fringe of very loud internet people, but I think most people are just, they're worried about their day-to-day -day shit. They don't care. Yeah. And they're just going along with whatever is going on yeah they're just fitting in with the tribe but the tribe is 300 million now and it's falling apart at the seams hmm. maybe I mean, they're fitting in with their side of the tribe so yeah because i've yeah i don't know it's really funny there's these videos from albania i think i've talked about this before but there are these videos of the day that the dictator died and they're like interviewing people on the street <laughs> Like, oh, so-and-so is dead. How do you feel? And then they just like are, you know, you stick a camera in front of someone, they start to perform. Mm -hmm. And they're just bawling their eyes out, crying, being like, what am I going to tell my children? What am I going to do? How could I go on? Seriously? And it's yeah. fake? I think it's fake. Yeah, I think it's performative. I think it's if your boss is watching and your boss is a high-ranking member of the Socialist Party, 
mm-hmm. then you better show your devotion to the wow. socialist party. It's like, this is a lot of like Christianity in the medieval times too. Like, yeah, but you, you can't you, really fake emotion. It's hard. You can, you can definitely fake emotion. How many actresses do you know that could cry on a dime? The emotion is real. Like they're channeling something that makes them feel that way, but they're feeling it for real. And it's pretty hard. Like they're very talented. It's pretty hard for just guys on the street to conjure tears. I I don't know, man. I, I've i seen, <laughs> you know, old women at funerals when they're all having like a who can weep the loudest contest. Yeah, but that's just like feedback loops. Yeah, I, I mean, think they're like they're feeling each other too. It's empathy. You know, you hear someone else crying and that makes you more sad. Do you remember? Yeah, so who can be the saddest competition? Do you remember when Kim Jong Un died in North Korea? Throwing themselves and not Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il. They're like throwing uh, themselves in front of the procession, just like wailing. I I didn't see that footage actually. That's it's crazy. like I think it came out later and it could have just been actors. I mean, this was a North Korean documentary, right? Yeah, who's to say what's true and what's not? But I think it came out later that they were being the saddest people were being rewarded for their sadness. Yeah. So, so who knows? Who knows anything, dog? But there is, I think, a lot of what's going on is that people will conform to a hierarchy because it benefits them, not because they believe in what's going on. Ah, but I think the two are connected. Like, yes, but then when they start operating in that hierarchy, they have to kind of internalize its beliefs and they do take the beliefs on. Maybe. I don't like... I think that you can't get around that, actually. I think like in any hierarchy, it's not so much convincing people of certain things, but it's like bringing them more into a reality. So they go into that reality and then that's real for them. You know, I'm sure the Pope... The current Pope is probably pretty devout, but past Popes like have just lived like emperors. They have not been, they've been decadent Mm -hmm. people. So I don't know, where do you put that in? They must know what they're doing is against the tenets of the papacy or whatever. Ah, well, those are the people at the top. Yeah, that's what you were saying, like internalizing at the top. I'm saying anyone in the pyramid is going to internalize the pyramid, but the person at the top is actually the one who would be able to see beyond and and not buy into it so much. Like I think the people at the top of most of the hierarchies now in media and in pharmaceutical companies and most industries are corrupt and like not sincere. But yeah, well, I mean, they're creating those companies are sincere, and then the societies are sincere. Like the everyday people who buy into it are sincere. Those people on top are creating that vision. Like they yeah. definitely are not sincere. They're making it up, right? Well, but I mean, you could make up a vision you believe in and think is great for people. Yeah. Or you could have a vision of just getting the dollars out of people and giving them their boosters. That's what I never understood um, is that people with a lot of money that want more money, who are they competing with? Yeah, that's, that is a weird one to me too. Themselves maybe because I, like, I know people like that. It's just like the mentality that got them the money is 
need, always needing more. So they just keep that mentality and keep raising the bar, I guess. I guess it's yeah. Right. It's just, but is it just like a materialistic thing? Like, okay, it'd be cool to have a jet. It'd be cool to have a I, yacht. I definitely think it stops being that at some point it has to like, I don't, there's a point of money for billionaires where they don't have anything to do with it really. But they're still competitive about their company. Like they still want, yeah. like Bezos still wants Amazon to crush every other company in every other sector. Yeah. Why, why does he want that? Ego, the male ego, the biggest penis. His girlfriend's okay looking. Uh, I haven't seen her. Bezos. Huh. Yeah, because he got divorced. Like he made his Amazon money and then he got divorced from his wife uh-huh. who was with him before the Amazon money. And then he got this new girlfriend who's maybe like a Mexican reporter or something. Huh. Um, so, you know, I mean, I guess money means nothing to him. So what's losing 45 billion or whatever he lost in the divorce because he had to split it in half because, uh-huh. you know, they've been together since college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he was upset about that, but, but yeah, it's, it's insane. It's truly insane to have as much as a lot of people have and need more. Need more. That's the fucking problem. Always needing more. And yeah, maybe he thinks he's like doing good for humanity, bringing them their packages as quickly as possible, but he (laughs) must know. (laughs) <laughs> that shipping garbage shipping future trash uh just back and forth between you know people in the united states over and over again is is meaningless it's futile nothing no say it what do you mean? <laughs> you're so crazy you like a macho raymond just mom stop boss. saying to me negative things yeah, only say good things to you. Not good, only good things. I can accept critical for growth, but for growth. Mm-hmm. Critics. Critics. In this uh, event, there was there were people that were criticizing my work, and that was great. That helps me grow. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome for helping me grow. I don't know why I was so hot. I want water. It's a here water. Yeah. yeah. Well, here is my truth. I came these days because I want to express my feelings, my regrets. Like I really want to grow, be a healed person and see what the future brings for me and for you. And I want you to be okay and happy. I will not nourish your happiness. I will create my happiness and share it. And I know that I have to heal and I need to connect with my mom a little bit. Is your mom coming? 
Yeah, June or July. Quando? June or July. Yes, what can I support? <laughs> yeah, you're feeling sick. It's just a little bit of what I've been doing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's real bad. Good, bad, ugly, transparent. I fell in love with a man full of light and. <laughs> Who, Lord? No. The American shaman. The American shaman. I fell in love with a conscious guy. That was helping people to share their vulnerabilities and start speaking about the trauma that a lot of people carry. Emotional baggage. Yeah, baggage. Maletas. Maletas. Como se dice baggage? Maletas, equipaje. Ah. Equipaje. Mm -hmm. Equipaje emocional. Emotional package. Mm. Package. Why? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to create my routines and I really want to do the yoga, the singing. The smoking, do the last smoke. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Sounds like the good life. I mean, the life is always going to have challenges, but I have to prepare my energy to go through the challenges. Remembering my life and nourish with the things that I like to do. Get clean. Clean. Tobacco is cleaning. Yeah. You can do the tobacco diet. I'll go straight into a tobacco dieta now. That would be great. Yeah. Refreshing water. Terminando. Terminando. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. About what? All my mistakes. Hurting me. Hurting me. Close the window. I'm sorry too. <sighs> Maybe Jack's with those dogs. I hope he's not terrorizing Chappie. <laughs> the guys were smoking tobacco a lot, I'm sure the problem was. Yeah. Ah. I don't like smoking tobacco. Luis made me feel like it was fine. Yeah, but it just became all the time in the jungle and I felt terrible, I felt weak. Yeah. 
Winter. Some amazing yoga. <laughs> the mystic of the rural. He came from the land of freedom and yet found himself in a prison of his own mind. Space to see all the natural beauty of rural Ecuador through hollow eyes. And never had his third gatito. You can get a gatito now? No, I can't. Why? Because I don't have a stable home. Well, you can get one soon. No. I have to have a job that gives me enough stability. I mean, I do have a job, but it might start paying rent. I will just have money for feed myself and not a gatito. It's not that expensive to get teacher. Mm, rent <laughs> I can live a life in which my, my whole work goes for pay rent. You can go back to the pyramid. It's cheap. Yeah, but I think that my mental health is in danger there. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> this place is what? That's what I'm saying. Vilcabamba. I'm getting to Vilcabamba. I'm slowly Vilcabamba-ing away in the wind, being thrown into the depths of Vilcabamba, Oblivabamba. <laughs> Let's get out. Okay, tomorrow, huh? Tomorrow, well, I gotta make a list of the things I need to get in order. You okay? Mm -hmm. I think so. Okay. I'm going to stop recording. That was Lyra. That was Ozzy. Oh. It's his birthday. It's his birthday month. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Ozzy. Is that why he's noisier than usual? That was pretty bold for Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, he's around.
is wondering where everybody is. I feel like nothing really matters other than the energy you're in. Like nothing's worth wanting. No thing is worth wanting. No accomplishment or even experience is worth wanting. But what matters is just, are you happy with the energy you're in, in any given situation? Yeah, I guess you're saying what it's important to be happy or whatever is satisfied with yourself. Basically, I'm just saying be present. That's all it really is. It's just like people do a lot of thinking about what they want in abstractions. And I feel like the real fruit of wanting something is wanting right now to be happy with your energy. And I say that as I take the last hit of cannabis, a habit which has been the exact opposite of what I just espoused to I think know and not to do is not to know i think there's probably some some legit wants you know that people are justified in having sure like taking this last hit yep that's important okay this is the ritual here we go I don't have a ritual. You gotta think of a ritual. Um. That's pretty cool when we hit it at like the same. Oh, yeah, that was sick. So, closing thoughts, closing feelings. About what? About anything from the past two days. Mm. I feel tired, I feel... I think that... You unmask me and then I unmask you. Mm. I think that that we are growing and we have been compassionate with each other. You know, it's heavy. A lot of changes to face. And I have to make it upstairs. <laughs> Ugh.
even sitting up is a chore. It's a chore? Chore. Chore. Yeah. Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a high volleyball woman. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. You have many options. Do I? Yeah. When you were at Tika, you had many options. Mm. All the guys coming up. Yeah, all the guys that want sex. Or to connect, I don't know. Same, same. I think I don't, I'm not interested in finding a guy. Interest. But I do have many options. <laughs> but options doesn't mean people or men or relationships. I'm a creative person, so I have many options. Like paths to follow, not like I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just have to follow my heart and stop working for abandoned living. <laughs> Maybe I will keep working for them for a while. Follow your heart. That's all the book of Romans do. Follow your heart and trust. No, follow my heart and take action. Yeah, that's not what book of Romans do. Yeah. Action. Ay, ay, ay. No more being miserable. No more. I will get less and less miserable now. Love you, crazy. It's easy to be in a relationship in which the partner just don't say us nothing when we are like in an in an addiction or I don't know, like not growing. And, and some for some partners it can be like okay because they can't understand this need for growth. In a different way, not like just creating a family and have kids. And Thank you for bringing up my shadows. There's this phrase that says, the shadows become more evident when it's time to change it. Hmm. Makes sense. Equal to mente.
Damn it, we're still down here. I still have to go upstairs. You wanna go upstairs? Ugh. I wanna be upstairs. I don't wanna move that much up all those steps. I might just have to go to sleep here. No, I don't know if I can get up. <laughs> yeah, you can. I don't know if I can. Yes, you can. I can carry you. You can't carry okay. me. I can. Not up all those steps. Let's go slow. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Do you energy? Yes, me. All of this in general. All is sad. Very sad. Very. Hey, you're still alive. That's sad. There's always hope. I've never heard you ohm. That was epic. And it's 5.55 p.m. That's epic. 5.55 ohm o'clock. Fifth Dial month in. of the year. Oh, shit. Fifth month of the year. 18th day. 18 was my jersey number in high school. For what? Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was crazy that we had jersey numbers and Ultimate Frisbee. That's cool. We I used to play. Took it seriously. Yeah, you soccer, did. Freshman year it was fun. Too I thought slow, you were about though. to say you used to play ultimate frisbee. I used to play for fun at the park, but never like in an organized setting. Mm -hmm. Soccer's dope. In college or high school? No, in high school. I wish I played yeah. in college. I was not. That'd be sick. My cardio was not good. My cardio has gotten a lot better actually since high school, which is kind of funny. Like huh. most people go the other way with it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't enjoy running up until very recently. Mm -hmm. Now I enjoy the meditative aspect of just wandering out. Also, like, there's nowhere to run out in the suburbs, whereas here it's fantastic. You just go out by the lake or whatever. Mm -hmm. there's the lake every, is awesome. Yeah, every neighborhood's got a feast for the eyes while you're out there. Some more than others. There are some parts of Chicago that are fucking concrete. Yeah, that's true. But Lincoln Park is beautiful. A lot of it's beautiful. Hyde Park was beautiful. Yeah. Do you remember Lems? Lens? Lems? Oh, Lems. Lems yes. Barbecue. Hell yeah. That's the shout out we should put in this podcast. If you're ever on the south side of Chicago looking for a barbecue, go to, it was on like 89th Street or something, pretty far south. Amazing. I loved like when we went over there and it's like five inches of bulletproof glass. You just slide your cash underneath and you go wait in the corner. Yeah. And they have like a double locking window, like a bank, and they put the, the barbecue and the ribs in and they close <laughs> their side of it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think it. that place has been shot at before. I'm sure. That, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the hood. They wouldn't need it if it, you know, it's not there for no reason. <laughs> it was also funny, the people we went with, like, yeah. Uh, the the guy with political aspirations we've worked with, shout outs, political the future, yeah, governor, 
Oh God, I hope not, because that future governor has has talked about having martial law in those places where we were, you know, listen, going freedom to, have, to enjoy their great barbecue. Freedom first means freedom from fear. As another great person once said, and that was another guest. Was that Darth Trader? That was, yeah. And he was the other guy who was with us, so that yeah. He was. That was the crew. Yeah. He was complaining a lot about people loitering. (laughs) (laughs) What a crime. What a crazy idea for a crime. That's really like the craziest one to me. Loitering. Loitering. Hey, hey, what are you doing over there? (laughs) Quit loitering. (laughs) It's baking being a crime. Have you heard the concept? And I don't know who, who put it forward, but of the third place. No. It's like the idea of why the suburbs are so, um, let's call them eerie. Um, there's no, you go to work and you go home and there's no third place. Whereas like in like European towns, you have like a town square. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do too, where people just kind of go and mingle and right. are yeah. out in a social setting. Yeah. I mean, Vilcabamba is like a social setting. That's why I like it here. Yeah. And like the city kind of has that, um, obviously not to the extent. Yeah. The it gets shut off a little in the city. All. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that kind of makes sense for why the suburbs are eerie and feel soulless. Cities too a little because they like you're around too many people. You can't engage with everybody because you would be you know exhausted. It's not really safe, so you have to kind of like be in your lane. Yeah. Just I mean, there's like little tucked away parks and stuff. Yeah. In the neighborhood. Right, and there's communities within it, of course. Yeah. So it's not as bad. And obviously mm-hmm. you could go in, out your way in a suburb and drive to something, but I think the act of probably driving there defeats it. Exactly. Because then it's just based around an activity. Mm. Like I like living in a small town because I run into people anywhere. Yeah. Although that's also a terrible part of being in a small town when you're in like a shame hole and you're smoking all the time. Because <laughs> yeah. then you just do not want to fucking see anyone. And it's guaranteed I'll see people I know if I go to town. Or I imagine if you're single, because you're going to run through the selection pretty quickly. Yeah, it's a rough place to be single. There's no selection that I'm like, would be super interested right now in. And then, yeah, anyone that you are with is going to be, you know, your your dirty laundry is going all around town. Which is why the polyamorous crowd has it all figured out over there. <laughs> They've got it all figured out except for actually like living. It's this weird thing here where like the dominant culture is pretty opposite to the dominant culture in the mainstream. So like whereas the mainstream is very structured and people are in their cubes here, it's just totally loose and people are going in every which way. Whereas in the mainstream, people are, you know, favor monogamy and are more like in a box. People here like struggle to find a box they're just but you need a box like you need the structure so it's a weird situation because like the leadership here is just chaotic everyone's chaotic they're in the air floating around in these unstable relationships and they want to build communities but really they just want someone to wash their dishes while they do art all day and so nothing is getting done because there is no box no one has the structure and the orderliness so I've wanted to like bring that here. Um, yeah, like we need a mix of of this and that. 
Yeah, no, it's definitely like a self-selecting thing because who else is going to escape to an expat community besides, you know, misfit toys for the most part? Pretty much. Most of the good ones leave after a while. Really? Yeah, I mean, there are a few people. I think like my biggest struggle here has been finding friends that I really respect. Hmm. And because like for me, a friend I don't respect isn't really as much of a friend because it's like, yeah, it's not a mirror that I'm going to take seriously and be engaged with. So that's been the big woe here. That's why I've been stoked about this guy from New Zealand because I respect him and yeah, we've become friends and one other guy, like a couple people, but it's really sparse. Uh, why don't you respect a lot of these people? You know, people who are saying one thing and then not following through and actually executing on anything worthwhile in their life. Yeah, I feel that. I agree with part of that, at least. Um, definitely people that are always talking, but never never doing. Yeah, so like me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, if the key to happiness was quitting, not happiness, that's bad. If the key to billions of dollars was quitting psychedelic substances, you would be a poor, poor man. <laughs> I haven't done psychedelics in like three months. Oh, I'm counting. I should have said psychoactive. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens from here. I'm not going to make an identity of not doing the things, but I also can't can't smoke anymore. But then even even caffeine is psychoactive. So, whoa, you got another? Where did that come from? This is tobacco. This is the last oh, tobacco. Okay. Yeah. Sneaky tobacco. Yeah, never was a fan of tobacco. So this is it. But wait, we were talking about something better a second ago. Um, something about impotent men. Oh, <laughs> well, that's always that's always fun. Lives. Yeah, but it's more like Vilcabamba guys and how it's been a struggle to find people I respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good with this guy from New Zealand, but I have concerns about him too. Like he he's just amazing at handling the drugs. Like he's doing drugs all the time, but he just is unfazed. I mean, he's done five grams of mushrooms and then gone to ecstatic dance and he's jumping around doing backflips social at ecstatic dance on five grams. That's insane. That is wild. So yeah, I mean, maybe it just hasn't broken, cracked his shell yet Mm. enough. Um, We'll see how that plays out, but that is a little bit of a concern. He's yeah, he's uh, he is frequently on drugs. You know, but he does uh, shit. He's like he keeps it together. He's just got like yeah. a strong ego in a exactly. good way, in the best way. He is a higher spiritual being. I mean, he is actually like an embodied spiritual guy. It's a rare thing. Go. Unfazed by the drugs. Yeah, I'm super phased, but I'm a few years younger than him, so I have time. I can catch up. <laughs> there you go. All right, man, I'm going to have to wrap up pretty soon. That's cool. Eat my salad. Yeah, I'm going to have to convene with Ela and I guess go on this trip. Are you going tonight? Are you going tomorrow? Probably tomorrow. 
I'm fucking dead, dude. I need to, I need to just wake up. That's the one time I have some energy in the morning. First thing I have like a bit of gusto, a little bit of connection there. So start off on that foot and just go. Um, if I could recommend one thing, one magic bullet, I think you know what it's going to be. I feel like I thought I knew, but now I don't think I know. Athletic greens. <laughs> Use my promo code CP10 for 10% off of your first order of athletic greens. Ooh. Really going to give some legitimacy to this podcast when we shill the product that every other podcast shills. Ooh, well, that's why I tried to bring mud water in. I thought we could be ahead of a curve, but instead you want to do Tim Ferriss five years late. Tim Ferriss five, no better place to be than Tim Ferriss five years too late. You're just going to get into psychedelics starting now, probably. Two hour work week. You could do five, I could do one. (laughs) (laughs) You could do a no hour work week, no problem. I could do a lot of things, but I think you're right. As you've been right about so many things, it's not about what you say you can do. It's about what you do. How did you become so wise? Um, That's a good question. I think that it's a lot of um, um, bullshitting on the spot, a lot of regurgitating of um, things that I've seen or read that I haven't quite internalized I just took the last hit of a substance that I've read. It kills you, you know, tens of thousands of times. Why can't yeah. I regurgitate that to my mind at the right time? <laughs> you just like it? Like you're just like, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a part of it that is like the energy of death, just embracing that. Because I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. That's why I'm putting this thing out and I'm done smoking now. Like but, the taste in your mouth is kind of oh, gross. Oh, yeah, it's super gross. But you get used yeah. to that and you do start liking that. But then when you stop and you do it again, you're like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of what the fuck have I been doing moments. Thanks for bear, uh, witnessing them, bearing witness yeah. to them. That's what I am. I'm the witness. You're an epic witness. In the year 2,500, be... people will remember you as this. In... This year, probably, I'll be at your murder trial being like, yeah, he seemed uneasy. <laughs> and it was no wonder he was stabbed in the jungle by someone that broke into his home. She did actually propose going to the jungle before I proposed this other place. <laughs> okay, here we are. Morning number three. Still here in Vilcabamba. This morning has a voice, oh shit. This morning, Ilya has a voice lesson, so she will not be staying much longer. But we have passed 48 hours, we have passed 50 hours hanging out. And it's almost over. And do your voice lesson here? Yeah. Um. Yeah, as long as you leave before I record with Leo and our guests. And also I guess that I will just go now. As a, what were you thinking? Staying forever? Yeah. 
staying forever. You're off to a good start. Hmm? You're off to a good start if you're going to stay forever. Say it again. You are off to a good start. Yeah, off to a good start. Like, if you want to stay forever, then so far, this is a good start. Mm -hmm. You already have been here two days. Two days and two nights. And another morning. Morning number three. Morning number three. What do you want? I want to be clean. I want to take our getting clean trip. Mm -hmm. I want to have five wives at least. <laughs> and be a big baller. You could be a top two wife. Huh? You could be a top two wife. One of the top two wives <laughs> out of the five. I'm already married. To who? To many, many men. Really? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Including the one you kiss? Yes. Wow. So I guess it's good that I'm not married to you. <laughs> married to me. I didn't kiss anyone. You were kissed by someone. But I wasn't like kiss, kiss. Mm. I think you feel rejected. I think I feel rejected. By who? By me? By you not being honest about that. Because you asked me if I hook up with someone. You didn't ask me yeah. if I kiss someone. Hooking up includes kissing. <laughs> I asked if something <laughs> happened. I felt like something changed and it did. Yeah, it did. And you didn't tell me. What changed was that I start to believe more in myself. I, you were not that nice with me in that period. I'm always the nicest with you. But in that moment you weren't. You're looking at your teeth? I'm sending a photo to Eduardo. Wonderful. In that specific moment, you weren't that nice with me. You were saying ugly things to me. So I was like... Changing, like I will not allow anyone to tell me bad, ugly things about me. And empowering myself. I will empower myself Not by smoking at... What time is it? I can't see the time. I'm, oh. 8.03 or 8.04 a.m. Do not let me down easy by anyone. I haven't been listening to you. 
You <coughs> that's the thing that you don't respect me. I was taking a hit. Mm. <coughs> you don't respect me and my hits. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't even get that much cannabis. But that was the jungle. The dancing. That makes me remember that I am beautiful, no matter what people say. You are beautiful. I've always supported you in your beauty. <laughs> <laughs> and then you came back and you said I just remembered I am really great and they see how great I am no one was saying nothing bad about me Cause, yeah. like you who only says bad things about me and thinks I'm a horrible person I was never so negative with you you tell me that, that a lot of things, and you also include other people, that came and were saying also things about me. And you also included them sending angry messages. I didn't send angry messages. I sent a message clarifying and saying that there's things about me that they don't know, and there's things about they that I don't know, and so therefore I don't speak about them. Yeah, you said, don't say shit about me, bitch, because you don't know me. But it wasn't angry. <laughs> you and said I think it in a very gentle way. It was a surprise for me to, to, to know that they were, that there was no reason for them to talk about me because they don't know me. And even if you share something about me, that doesn't allow them to have an opinion out of context. And without knowing me or considering me. I don't think there's any context to sending 134 WhatsApp messages. The context at was once. that you weren't listening to me or paying attention to how I was feeling. Uh, it's not true. I've always listened to you. And you just accuse me of not listening to you. I'll respond to what you say, but you don't respond to what I say. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I say all kinds of things that you do not respond to. Yeah, I believe that you weren't understanding me, so I wanted to make you understand me. But then if I told you, told me that I talked too much, so I was trying to not talk that much. And after you were, and after I wasn't expressing what I was feeling. Uh, this is like a Olympic event of talking to an angry girlfriend. I'm talking to an angry ex-girlfriend. It's like the marathon of withstanding conversation. I mean, I've been going 50 hours, 50, 50 horas de esto, y yo escucho, y yo escucho, escucho a todo, y yo survivo. What? 
You're being so unfair. <laughs> so you're surviving to me? Yeah, this is a new version of Survivor. Survivor <laughs> Ila. No. Survivor, Survivor no, words. I was helping you here. You were going to... I will survive all the words. Words can never stop me. You went to, through addictions. Yeah, I'm going through addiction now. Yeah. And your energy changed a lot with the cannabis and tobacco. Yeah, I know. I hate it. I'm sorry. I don't like myself when I'm addicted to things. I like myself a lot more sober. Mm-hmm. And I told you the same during the month that we had. That it was nice. It was a nice month. But I'm still surviving words. I mean, I don't think I could survive this many words sober. I need the drugs to listen this much. This is like superhuman levels of listening. I don't Are think any really I don't think any human has reached these levels of listening, which I am doing because I am listening. I don't think anyone has ever done something like this. This is historic. <laughs> she rolled her eyes. You rolled your eyes. I'm saying because I'm recording this and I can't show your eye roll. I didn't do that. I did this. Okay. She did a gesture, some type of facial gesture involving eyes. <laughs> In which the eyes are rolling or doing something that might possibly be construed as rolling. So you weren't really listening. I've been listening. Yeah, but you're listening, but you don't understand. I'm listening while also giving a commentary on the amazingness of me listening to all of this for yeah. 50 hours. Five a.m. Why? I've been up at five a.m. every morning the last three mornings, and the morning before when you showed up unannounced, and I have been with you, listening, since that time. But we, I haven't been just speaking like an angry ex-girlfriend. No, you've had other emotions, a little sadness, a little happiness, a little, some laughs. I believe that you are a human, yeah. I'm a human too. I know. Do you think we're first-time humans? Yes. Is that why we suck at it? Yeah. We don't suck at it. What were we before? Drunk aliens? No, we were birds. Oh. That sounds like an upgrade. Humans mm -hmm. a lot better than bird. Hmm? Humans better than bird. Yeah, we are getting better. We're doing great. We're doing great. But maybe we need a lot more human lives. We're not going to have more human lives. Why? Because we just have one experience in each. The next is the next level. What's the next level? The next level is become the God. Wow. I don't want to be a God. The God of you. The God of me? Yeah. What does that mean? The God version of me? Mm -hmm. You're going to become a superhuman. I like that. I would like to fly. Mm -hmm. We live in a beautiful place. 
I live in a beautiful place. We. We live in the Andes. Yeah. It's amazing. But, yeah, why, why do I hate this place so much? I think I just hate myself when I'm smoking all the time. I think Vilcabamba is fine if I'm sober. Yeah. I, I can mean, just laugh at the people and not take them so seriously. Mm-hmm. And you always know that there's more of Ecuador, not just Vilcabamba. Yeah. Yeah, maybe living somewhere else would be good. Cuenca. Uh, I would love to be a uh, nomad. To just travel forever. But it's not realistic. I mean, it's not realistic like forever, but it's realistic for a while. I think it's tough to have a good routine and eat well and stuff doing that. You know? There's always new stuff to figure out when you're traveling. You spend a lot of time figuring out your environment, learning, date, like you don't have day-to-day habits. Maybe, maybe you do. Yeah. Maybe it's easier. You don't have the infrastructure, like you don't have stuff to cook with everywhere you go. You can make your car able to all those kind of things. Make your car? Mm-hmm. Like a van with a, a kitchen. Oh. Yeah, people do that. Alex did that. The climber. Alex, yeah. what's his name? Ho... Ho... I don't remember. Hahnemann? No. Harold? Harold? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Something with age. Alex something with age. The epic climber guy. He did that. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing that. When I was a trader, I would look on the computer instead of trading and I would look at Reddit r slash van dwellers, a whole subreddit about people living in vans traveling around in major. Yeah, I used to do that too. I know <laughs> when I was a trader. <laughs> when you were a broker, <laughs> when you were an investment banker. Yeah. You know investment bankers work like 90 hours a week? 90 hours a week. Yeah, you I don't. wanted to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't do that. Yeah, me too. Thank you for coming. To Ecuador? Yeah. I hope it was the right move. I think it was. It's tough because like, if I were in the U.S., in a in the U.S. city, it would be so easy to to do so many more things. Like there would be so many yoga classes at every hour of the morning, and there'd be you know very easy for like grocery stores for cooking. I would probably cook, but the energy here as a whole feels better. Like the last time I was, or one of the last times I was in the U.S. in Chicago, I was in Whole Foods, the big grocery store, super nice. And I was just amazed because it had been a long time since I was there. So I was just like, wow, this used to be normal. This is incredible. 
but everyone there looks pretty sick. So, I don't know. I think, like, there's more possibility in some ways, but if culture affects us, the culture is going to have a worse effect there. Well, we are, like, away from a lot of things being here, but in this specific point, or in Jangan. In Ecuador as a whole, I would say. Maybe not Quito Maybe or Guayaquil. Yeah, but right now there's a lot of things happening in multiple parts of Ecuador. Yeah, you mean like unrest? Mm -hmm. You mean like chaos? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a more unstable country in some ways. I wonder what's going to happen with the new president. Lasso? Yeah. Because people want him to leave? The assembly want him to leave. Uh. Like all the other politicians. But he, like, all this, the other part of the government wants to fire Lasso. And Lasso wants to fire all the others. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, a thing happening there because the assembly already voted for him to go but he doesn't want to go and it's crazy it's crazy to see the news and and i don't believe it so is the by the law is the assembly right and he's refusing but i don't understand the law but it's, it seems like he can also ask for them to be fired okay and so someone has to decide. But I think that people also want him to go out. Mm. And everything, it's uh, like Rafael Correo is gonna come back. Really? I didn't realize he was still around. He was always around. And now he, like every, every new major, like the majority of majors that have been elected are from the list of Korea. Mm. Okay. So things will get better. <laughs> you think? Is, is Korea like legit? It's, I think that he knows how to manage uh, people. I think that he knows how to control the the narco traffickers, I think that he worked with them. That's good. <laughs> uh, but I don't know about extractivism or mm, yeah. the nature. Maybe he's just, you know, another elite. Last is super elite. Yeah. But at least he's like frontal because Korea make us make him look like he's not from the elite mm -hmm. one of the people yeah he, he, he he's just Raphael yeah he's what he's just Raphael Raphael that's his name right yeah he he touch a lot he plays a lot with the emotion of the people Mm. He's like so empathetic with uh, the poor, mm -hmm. and uh, because that that's the real majority. So 
he get the boats from the mm-hmm. the popular. But you're saying he's not sincere. Like in long term, he is a thief, like everyone. <laughs> and and he can be like selling the Amazon and the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. So you should run for president. No, I think that's a really hard work. How old do you have to be? Rafael Correa became president when he was 35. Oh, wow. In, in the U.S. it's 35. You have to be at least 35. I wonder what it is here. Maybe you could run now at 28. No. <laughs> I can't even run my own life. <laughs> <laughs> I can run in just over four years with permanent residency. I can run. El Presidente Ryman. I'll run on a platform of Ecuador pride, being proud to be from Ecuador. The president of the Republic of Ecuador has to be Ecuadorian by born. What? Yeah, that's what it says. Huh. Well, I read on a website that seems pretty legit that with permanent residency, a foreigner can run for office. But maybe not the president, maybe just other office. The president of the Republic must be Ecuadorian by birth, have reached 35 years of age, on the date of registration of his candidacy. Oh, 35, okay. Be in enjoyment of political rights and not be subject to any of the disabilities or pro- prohibitions established in the Constitution. How often are the elections? When are the next elections? Four years. Every four years? Yeah. And the last one was 2019 mm. or 2020? I think it was 2020 or 21, maybe, because I saw it on Abundant Living's channel. Mm, yeah, 2021. 20, okay, Calva 2029, here we go. Calva 2029, let's do it. You should be the president. You won't be old enough. I, I will not have 35 years. I know, that's why I said 2029. 2029, 20, okay. In eight years. Or, okay, shit, I, I, six I, I, years. So I have to get... Um, oh shit, you, you still won't be 35, will you? No. Damn it. You'll be 34. What time of year are the elections? Hmm? What time of year are the elections? February. No, Damn. And you'll just be 34, not doing your duty to be 35 or older and be president. <laughs> we'll have to change the constitution. Yeah, probably the governments will fall apart anyway. So being president would be a waste. 
what is happening in Ecuador already happened in Chile. The real LA is crazy. It's wild down here. The Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Did you ever see the show Westworld? No. We should watch Westworld. Okay. It's trivia. We should go now. Aloha. Wow, so our time is coming to an end. I can't you can believe go, it. You can go back to your ex. Stop. Uh, it's sunny. My house guest is gone. It could be an okay day. No. We're gonna record a podcast with our New Zealand friend. With Leo and our New Zealand friend. <laughs> well, we're gonna do Lapesca. Yeah, at 8.30, the La Pesca will open. At 8.30, what time is it? 8? 8.26. Oh, so it's open basically now. Yeah. <laughs> I won't give you any of the cannabis that you hate. <laughs> this is the sacrifice I make for us. I'm saving your consciousness from all of this. Spoke Spanish? I don't know. Not so many Spanish speakers make me laugh. And you don't make so many Spanish speakers laugh. Oh! I do make the Spanish people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you're not trying, right? Only when I'm not trying, that's true. But I am. Um, I learned to do like I was trying. <laughs> Damn, I can't go to another Spanish lesson high. This is ridiculous. Yeah, don't be high anymore. Yeah, I can't be high anymore. Maybe I can just do this podcast through audio messages. <laughs> with Leo. Oh, my. The New Zealander, Ken. Ken doesn't care. What care? To say Kim? Yeah, he doesn't care about anything. Yeah, that's the attitude. Yeah, it's a lot of magic. Hey, careful. It's okay. It's not like I'm doing my exercises anyway. have to. I want to. But um, yeah, it's a fun energy to be around. Cool. Just not caring. Yeah, I mean, I care. I think that King he, cares. Yeah, he cares. He does good things for the people he cares about. Yeah. But he has like a very carefree attitude. Yeah. It's nice, you know. I think Irene is really happy with me. <laughs> what was that like? No thing. No thing. Nothing. Okay. So you ready to drive to Loja? I'm ready, let's do it. Okay, you can take the car, I'll see you. Okay. It was nice to chat for a little. Where's my wallet and keys? No, did you know that?
upstairs. Yeah, must be upstairs. No. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. ah, water. Water. I think I'm the avatar. <laughs> the last airbender? Amazing. But I can't control I have to get my stuff. Huh? I have to get my stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be back with the sun. Okay. See you. Do you have any last words before I stop recording this? I love you so much. You can shout. Out? I don't know if it can hear you. You might need to shout. Do you have other last words that aren't as nice? Because we're painting you as kind of like the villain, you know? I'm the villain? Yeah, you're the villain of the podcast. That's not true. I'm not a villain. They have to know the truth. The truth. The truth is that Raymond was high all the time. Hey! <laughs> uh, not all the no time. No one likes to be in the chaos. The chaos. <laughs> Maybe I'm allergic to you. I'm not allergic to you. You're not allergic to me. Ah. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you see, he forgot that I'm a lady. What does that mean? Whew. And he started treating me like his bro. I've peed in front of you many times before. That's why I'm saying in, you start to forget that I'm a lady and you started to treat me as a bro. But I did that like from the beginning. I didn't start. And I don't treat you like a bro. I treat everyone like a person. A person who can... Sharing, can watch me pee and me. can appreciate my peeing. <laughs> you stop sharing me. I stop sharing you? Cherishing. Cherishing you. Me. I cherish you. Do you feel cherished? Okay, okay, okay. I'll drive us to La Fresca. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> oh, and I have to walk so far to get this wallet and keys. Wallet and Jack. keys. That was a sweet cobra pose, Jack. Catherine, teach me. How to get this apart. You have to clean your... Okay. So, signing. Whoa! Fuck. I be careful. I almost fell. Standing off here at eight thirty-four a.m., about to take the illest Illa back to Loja, and then maybe go to a Spanish lesson. Jesus, the fuck! And then maybe record a podcast. Damn. Um. Wish me luck. All right. Good luck. One eye open.
uh, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. Will do. Good, sir. Signing off. One, two, two three. Um...